0: I'm
1: coming to get you the goddamn
0: refrigerator.
2: I sure am hungry. Yo, 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 what's good everybody? Welcome back to the Morning Dinner Podcast. It's your boy Keem.
0: And Chuck, what up?
2: And we host the Morning Dinner Podcast, which is a podcast based out of Las Vegas where we sit down and have conversations with local creatives, entrepreneurs, and hustlers. And today we got Nicasio in the house. What's up, My How's it dude. What's so up, what You what wanna kinda of let people know who you are and what you do real quick?
3: Uh, yeah, my name is Nicosia Martinez. I'm a chef from New York City. I own a meal prep company called Fit Fuel Meal Prep. And uh, basically what that is, is healthy meals that are catered to people's specific nutritional needs. Mm-hmm. Um, we deliver to your house. If you're in Las Vegas, we deliver twice a week. And uh, yeah, it's just meals you just pop out, you know, you take out the container from the fridge, toss it in the microwave, two and a half minutes, and you're ready to go. And we also uh, deliver to California now, too. Oh, really? Yeah, we ship to California. You sh- oh, oh, you ship? Yeah. That's yeah. I was like, level. how does
0: that work exactly? Like, you just literally, one so, day, how do you one day ship?
3: So what we do is we cook the meals on Sunday, and then those are delivered in Las Vegas Sunday night. And then Monday, the next day, we, uh, we have the meals vacuum sealed, and then okay. ship to California. Next day, shipping. It's actually not too expensive for shipping at all. And uh, yeah, that's how we do And we've had pretty good success. You know, I've tried it multiple times, once with my old company, and I've had some nightmares. But right now we've pretty much got the, the base of it down.
2: Nice. Yeah. I we gotta hit you up after this podcast because we oh, still yeah. we still haven't hit up, figured out this whole shipping thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, I feel damn. like it's
2: always like a new nightmare, bro. You oh, gotta yeah. figure out how to ship things yeah, and man. like
3: yeah, you gotta get a business account. Yeah. I use UPS and then oh, okay, you know you can just basically print out the stickers at your house. It's it's all really simple. And I don't know what you guys are shipping, but just ship, t-shirts. Shipping food is a nightmare sometimes, man. You is deal, it? You're dealing with dry ice, you know, and temperatures and all. Types yeah, of see, stuff. that's
0: where I was like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. So you you literally have to like. Is it all meals have to be in the dry ice?
3: So they're not in. So what happens is we have the meals that are vacuum sealed, and then they're just like kind of stacked together. Like those are put together. Then we put the dry ice on top and because cool, like foam. Uh, yeah, we have a little like a we use um rolled up uh, not newspaper. It's like it's kind of like newspaper without print, and the dry ice goes on top because you think that you would want to put the dry ice on the bottom, but actually cool air sinks and heat rises. Ah, so right, you have right. the air to sink down, and yeah, people people respond to it in a really good way. We have really high return rate uh, in California which to me means a lot because there's so many companies in California mm-hmm. but if people are getting from me and not locally and they yeah, that's they're
0: crazy they're
3: willing to pay that shipping fee and you know out there we can't deliver twice a week right but, but they like the food so much that they're like they don't have a problem with that right you know and um, so to me that's that's always a good sign that we're doing something right
0: meals are popping
2: uh, how long right. have you how long have you been have been doing this meal prep service for? Uh, so I
3: started, uh, in 2015, I think it was like May of 2015.
2: Okay. So almost like four years now.
3: Yeah. Four years. It's been back and forth. Like I actually took a couple of uh, breaks working some jobs like construction. I went back to, and, uh, I became a head chef at 27. And so I did that for a little while. But this is like my baby it always comes back to me. I can't, you right. know, when the times are hard and you think it's time to give up, I just I always come back to it, you know. Right, right. That's yeah.
2: tight. But let's get a little bit of background because mm-hmm. you were originally a chef right? Yeah. and uh, you you worked in New York. How 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 did you decide cuz being becoming a chef is is not something that everybody it just it just happens like right. you have to have some experiences that lead up to that point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How can you give us a little bit of background on what influenced you to become a chef in the first place? Sure. So uh, I used to do, do
3: construction. I started doing construction in New York when I was about nineteen, okay, uh, maybe eighteen, and um, you know that's a brutal that's a brutal gig. I was a laborer. I installed um, tile, like you know countertops. It was really laboring, really hard work. But at the end of the day, no matter what, I would come home and I would find time to cook. You know, when I have like I couldn't go to the gym, didn't want to hang out with my friends. Like I, I was just so beat down and tired. But I love cooking so much that I still found uh, I still found the time and the and the energy to do it. And so after i thought about that for a while i was like you know maybe i should make this you know my living because construction in new york it's really crazy man like yeah and vegas has a similar thing too where you have like time periods where you're busy with work mm-hmm. and then there's other periods where you're not busy like like during the winter time everything shuts down you know you can't you can't do concrete because it's too cold you know air pockets and stuff like that right so basically from like march to maybe october you know you're working off the hook and you're slammed with overtime and everything's great but then come the colder season, November to about February or March, you know you're you're collecting unemployment, you're not making any money. So that was that was something that kind of made me be like, I, I'm I am very active. Like I need to have something to do. You know, idle hands at the devil's playground. Uh, so I decided to kind of give cooking a try. And I didn't go to culinary school. Um, I'm self-taught in almost everything that I do, which is good and bad sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm but uh yeah i just I, I saw i was on craigslist and i was looking at um job opportunities and there was a job in a uh, brooklyn called g jet it's mm-hmm. uh like did you eat Jet, but it's you know it's from, oh god uh, G-Jet. that sounds super G-Jet. new york <laughs> yeah. <G-Jet>. super
2: brooklyn <laughs> yeah
3: so and they were looking for um a sous chef and so i just went in one day i had no no uh, experience working in the kitchen before that and i said hey i'm looking for a job wow i can cook and they said okay we'll give you a shot and, uh, so I trained with the head chef that night and then they gave me the job. And like a week later I was running the kitchen by myself at nighttime. What the fuck? So, 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 so yeah. real,
2: real quick, you say you became a sous chef, right? Yeah. Uh, what's, what's the difference in responsibility from being like a head chef to a sous chef? So, uh,
3: the kitchen structure is very military. Like okay. have you guys
2: ever worked in kitchens
3: or no, no. never? Okay. So if you ever see on TV, like you'll hear people say like the head chef will be like, I need this, blah, blah, blah. blah. And they'll say, heard, like, or yes, sir. Or like, it's very- Yeah, like, yes, chef. Yeah, it's very like military style. Don't I
2: wonder why. Why why is it that way? I don't know why.
3: I don't know. It could be a European thing. Like, yeah. I really don't know. But- um Just food is
2: that serious, man. I yeah. Guess.
3: Well, yeah. You know, a lot of people, they're not even making that much money when you start in a kitchen. Right. And just the passion is what keeps you going, you mm. know? But, um, so yeah, a head chef is going to be the number one in order. You know, he's in charge of making the menus, doing the ordering and just keeping the structure back of the house, front of the house, that connection. Um, the sous chef is going to be underneath him which is going to be like when the chef's not around, the sous chef is in charge. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know, your prep cooks, you have dishwashers, you have line cooks that work, things like saute station, fry station, grill station. It's And it's all structured, you know, like everybody needs to, if one guy's not doing his job on, on his station, it's going to mess up everybody's flow, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you can have some real issues because when it's crunch time, you know, people, it's very, very tense and very high paced. So when somebody's messing up, like, if the grill guy is making something wrong, like if he's temping meat wrong, like say say somebody orders a medium rare steak and they send it out well done or medium. Well, now that comes back. You got to remake that whole order. Everybody on that line has to redo their job that they Ooh. contribute oh, to. Wow. That, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, so when, maybe and,
2: that's why it's kind of like a military then because it is very. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very kind of high t- stakes. It, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. High stakes. That's a double entendre there. <laughs> that's, right, nice. Nice. that's
1: right. That's right. Nice. That's
2: right. <laughs> they got, got you with the puns. Yep. Yep. So okay, so you were you were a sous chef. How long were you doing that for? Until so you um, eventually became, you said you became a head chef. Yeah, I became a head
3: chef, but I was, I was first a sous chef. I was at G jet for a few months, and then they kind of slowed down too because uh, we used to have a backyard, mm-hmm. and uh, in the yard they would do um you know uh, brunches during the day on Sundays, and then when the winter time comes, everything kind of slows down, you know. But it, the hours got cooked because we weren't doing the brunch anymore. So I ended up taking a different job at uh, the Dutch in Soho. And uh, it's a pretty funny story. I didn't last there that long. How come? Well, so I didn't get culinary training, you know. So I wasn't uh, the fine, the fine techniques and the you know the uh, things that you learn when you do a year in, in school. I didn't yeah. learn that. So actually, so they had me bounce around stations, and I, I, I excelled. You can say like on the saute and the grill. Like I'm very fast, and like I, I know meats, I know the temperature. And but they want you to learn everything. So one, uh, one of the days, probably about two weeks in they are like, okay, we want you to work the seafood and like the salad area, like the cold, the cold area. Yeah. So I'm, I'm working it and, you know, I'm learning things. And and he's telling you, as you go around, they tell you like the taste ingredients, like smell smell foods, taste ingredients, like touch things, get familiar with what you're working with. So I'm looking around, and I see like these little cans, you know, like these little, little um, tin cans. I'm like, hmm, well, what's inside of that? And there was like a seal on it. So I just broke the seal, opened it, sniffed it Uh-oh. and uh some lady came over to me she was like the head uh she was you know the head of that uh little area you can say department yeah and she goes what are you doing and i was like i'm i'm just getting familiar with the ingredients i'm just seeing what this is and she's like that's a 200 can of caviar oh, shit. and i was like oh she's like yeah like she got really mad she called the head chef over And he came over and he was just like, what are you doing? I was like, well, you told me to get familiar with everything. So, um, you know, I didn't know that. And he was like, I'm sorry, this isn't going to work. That one thing, that one mistake that I made, gone. Whoa! And I had some words for him. I, you know, I I had some words. And then, because everybody in the restaurant stopped and was like watching. Yeah. You know, so I was That sounds
2: like like an honest mistake though. It was, it was. And, you know, I
3: I felt, I felt kind of like, um. Like, I was getting scoffed at, like, yeah, it's like, yeah. this kid doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, you know. Yeah. Because I mean,
2: do... it should fall back on them, though. I mean, they, they, they hired you, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah. they should at least be like, okay, well, yeah, maybe we didn't train you properly, or maybe we yeah. didn't know you didn't so know. See, yeah, I see a
0: double, double oh. positive out of it. I'd be like, well, he he was trying to smell the ingredients. I was trying to, I was doing what I was told, and, and I, I was following directions. I, you I know? get it, like, yeah, <laughs> it's, caviar it's super, 200 bucks, but that hey, maybe go out there and be like, yo, we got a sale on a caviar dish, yeah, you know, and sell that. I think, I think that
3: was their cost 200 they might have sold it for even more and it was like, oh yeah, like, it was, Ooh, yeah so they
2: definitely sold it for three to four times yeah first? Yeah.
3: yeah and he was they were pissed they canned me and i was like you know i had some words for the people on the way out because everybody's staring and like kind of like giving me the evil eye yeah and I, and I wasn't used to it now i know like if i were to go back in the kitchen and that were to happen which it wouldn't happen but I would understand like that's that's just the culture, you know. It wasn't anything personal, I mean, but, I, but I took it personal at the time.
2: Was there like a seal that said "Do not open"?
3: No, no, it didn't even it didn't have a it
2: didn't say what it was.
3: It, it was, was just, just a, it, it was can. just like a, a can generic can that was in a drawer. It was oh, in like a wow. refrigerator drawer. So I opened it, yeah. cracked in this. If that lady didn't see it, I probably still would have been working there, you know. Yeah. But she caught, and it was a whole big deal, and so that was the first time I got fired from a restaurant. And man, uh, that don't even count though.
1: Yeah, just weird. But you know what, that,
3: that place, man, if you look that place up, it was colossal. It's in Soho in New York city. And, um, they have like downstairs, they had like a private winery where people would have dinner parties Ooh, and it was, it was just a huge, it was, yeah, it was the biggest, fanciest restaurant I ever worked at. And I'm really grateful for that experience because it made me appreciate You know, like you can't, you have to be on top of your shit, you know? Yeah. And yeah, so that was that was that lasted
0: uh, pretty shortly. Did you ever get nervous though, just jumping into a lot of those gigs like that? Like just you know, man. Or has I, cooking I, always been a thing since you've been young, young? Yeah, you know yeah. What I like
3: mean? I, I'm a pretty confident person, but I usually you know I'll hesitate before I do things. You know, like I'll yeah. I'll, I'll think about. But when it comes to cooking, I'm just like let's do this. Like, like, damn, yeah, yeah. I've always, I've always been like that with cooking, man. You know, I'm, I like, I like using my hands. So whenever I can do something that's, you know, creative, I'm just like, let's do it. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I I definitely would say I'm ever scared to work in a kitchen. I've, I've stepped into a lot of kitchens and you know, that's, that's really how the hiring process goes. A resume I've learned doesn't mean anything in a kitchen, you know, anywhere to be honest. No, it really, honestly, it (laughs) doesn't, man. They, they always, it, it might make somebody give you a a, a harder look at first, you know, mm. like like oh, this is impressive, right? But at the end of the day, you got to go in that kitchen. You got to show what you got. You know, you gotta you gotta throw down. And
2: I feel like a resume know. is really good for when you are trying to work in a in a corporate environment that's very structured. Yeah, and they're hiring on technicality. Like you need right. to have eight years of business. You need to have your your bachelors and your masters, your PhD. Mm. You need to have the medical side too. Yeah, I yeah I don't the medical that. side too. You know? These things, yeah. things, things that but when it schooling comes, are really important. Yeah, yeah you know? but when it comes to anything that's creative, like photography, video, right. even I guess even. Cooking, mm-hmm. it's more about how good you are, right? right. Like right. how, like you said, yeah. you got that first job yeah. as a sous chef mm-hmm. with no experience, right? Yeah, because you know I I don't like calling myself this because
3: I feel like the word's kind of abused these days. But cooks are artists, right? And you can't teach an artist how to do art, yeah. Right? You know, we, we we take influence from other people and we we mimic styles and stuff like that, right? But at the end of the day, it's like it's it's up to you. It's your creation. You know, you have to put your own spin on it. So. Yeah, you can, you know, if you're a doctor and you have to do a surgery, there's a blueprint how to do it. You know, right. it's like, it's... It's a, not
2: like you're going to like, oh, I'm going to do it yeah. my way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to work cut that way. How
1: yeah.
3: I cut yeah. it. it's, it's A through Z and it's, you know, it's, 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 it's dire, you know, you have to know it, but it, cooking is a lot different. Like, you know, sometimes somebody will think they made a mistake yeah. and they actually, they, they actually did something ingenious, you know, right, they, right. they created something that nobody else did. And now it's a whole thing out of what they thought was a mistake is now, right. you know, now it's a new, a new a new thing.
2: I've seen that happen many times where, where somebody's cooking something yeah. and it, it'll taste really good. And I'm like, well, how did you make it this way? Oh, it was an accident. Like I, I put too much of this. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, well actually tastes really good.
3: Yeah. And you, you know, know? It, you know, food is everything. Everything about cooking is really unique to me because I always say, you know, we, we rarely ever have to, you know, have a, a dispute with a client like where the food isn't to their liking or something like that. But sometimes they get confused about things, but you can literally make the same. I can make two steak salads, right? Yeah. Uh, same exact steaks. Use same same exact ingredients. Give it to you and give it to you, and you'll say this is the greatest thing I've ever had in my life, and you'll say this tastes like shit. Yep. Yeah. And it's the same thing. It's subjective. Right. So it's yeah, it's perception, you know. Like so, when it comes to you know cooking and, and what's right and what's wrong, it's it's very much a feel thing, you know.
0: Yeah, because like it's, cilantro for me. Like yeah. that's one thing I can't do. Yeah, like you if know, you put cilantro on my thing, like yeah. I'm like now, like if you do really microscopic, right. I can do it, but I can still taste it. A yeah. good does, amount. does it taste like bleach to you? It tastes like soap. Soap. And it's my, my brother has the same thing. Yeah. My that's, whole that's family. a thing. I love
2: cilantro.
3: I love it too. Yeah. And, but that's the thing that I think there's like some type of maybe genetic thing or something, but yeah. people, yeah. people can't stand the taste of cilantro. Like it's overpowering to them. And I know people like that. I think my sister's like that.
0: Yeah. It's like my whole family Like and, besides and, my mom's side. And wait, she's what, Asian. what's your ethnicity? Uh, my mom's Asian and then my dad's white. Okay. You know, so like, right. but everybody from my brother to my dad, we all like, we can't do cilantro. It right. just doesn't, it overpowers. Yeah. Like I said, if you use small that's, amount, that's
3: the whiteness in you.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> like my mom, I don't care. You know, yeah, but I'm yeah. like,
2: it's why cause I'm Mexican. I like cilantro. Man. Yeah, yeah. Put yeah, that man. in our menudo. Cilantro. <laughs> you. you can't go wrong with that stuff. man that's crazy man okay so how how did the move from from east coast to west coast happen because that's a pretty big move that's two opposite sides of the the
3: country yeah i know so uh so i'll I'll tell you because that move happened because of my meal prep company i started so i ended up uh, in 2015 um actually the kid he's my barber he's still my barber when i go to new york he he comes to my house shout out to tyler what up Tyler? tyler um there you go shout out tyler and so Ty, Tyler is a great cook, man. Tyler can cook. He he enjoys it. And um, so he was using Instagram to like advertise his meals. And I guess people started saying, hey, I want you to cook for me. So he actually started putting food in containers and, you know, selling his food that he was making at home uh, just for fun and to make a little bit of money. One of my friends actually de- uh, commented on me on that picture, like, yo, you should do this. And I was like, and I was like, "Uh, like, like how, like, what do you, like, what is that? Like, like, how are you going to make that into a, into a profitable business? But you know, I said, fuck it. (laughs) And I tried to figure it out and I, I started doing it at my mom's house you know, cooking meals. Sunday morning, I'd be up at like 9 a.m. The whole house is sleeping because they have a regular work schedule and I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm banging out like, you know, at first it's small, but it got up to, an, at one point it's probably, you know, doing two or 300 meals out of my mom's house. And I had a couple of my boys would come over and they'd help me prep. They'd help me uh, deliver, pack meals. It was a whole operation. It was, it was really crazy, but my family was cool with it. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of just a random experiment, you know, that I ended up running away with. And then from that, one of my friends, he, uh, he's from New York. He joined the military. After the military, he moved to Las Vegas. And he would always comment to me and he would call me and he'd say, man, if you came to Vegas, this business would be great out here. You know, it's, it's 24, 24, seven, 365 It's nice weather. People are in the gym caring about their fitness. We're in New York, you know, like the colder months, people, we wear our hoodies, we wear our sweaters. So we, we pack on a couple of pounds, you know, <laughs> we don't need that. Yeah. 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 yeah out good. here, everybody's like, I want to be sure 24 seven, you That's know, true. That's yeah, it's, it's very much an important thing in Las Vegas, you know, a physique and, you know, so I, I considered it, but it was kind of just like one of those things that was like, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, I'll come out to Vegas, for my business. Like, you know, it's, that sounds ridiculous, but he kept, he was so persistent, man. He kept telling me, kept telling me, kept telling me. And I was like, yeah, whatever. So I ended up becoming a head chef in a uh, 27 in Hoboken. Uh, I was there for like about half a year. And then they want to redo. So I already redid the whole restaurant like food style. Like mm-hmm. they were doing like burgers and fries and just kind of basic stuff. And I changed it up to doing like, you know, more steaks and like more, more visually stunning stuff. Like we were, we were actually one of the first people to try to do those crazy milkshakes. You oh, know, like, uh, you like, put black like tap. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I started making some of those, but the restaurant business is so hard because you're actually making your money usually off of alcohol sales. Mm -hmm. And they used to be a a college bar and they used to make a shit ton of money selling alcohol. That's where their money was made. So while the food, we had food critics come in and they loved the food, you know, they were like, it was was a big leap and change. The owner wasn't happy because of the money. You know what I'm saying? He still wasn't making that liquor money. Mm -hmm. So they they decided to shut the whole thing down, uh, renovate it, uh, renovate the restaurant, and redo it to be, to go back to their original college style bar that was also serving food. So I said, you know, okay, well, let's see how this goes. I helped with the renovations. It took a couple of months. Uh, I actually moved out to New Jersey from Staten Island cause I was very dedicated to being a part of that. And then they did something that was kind of weird to me. They brought back their old chef mm-hmm. that apparently I didn't even know who this guy was. I didn't know anything about him. He was in rehab. Uh, <laughs> so- geez, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, there's a lot of, it's very common for, pe- the- pe- for people in the back of the house to end up in rehab you know <laughs> the, food,
2: the food was that good <laughs> yeah the food was that good man. And,
3: and so were the drinks apparently I love that he was actually a really cool guy we ended up you know getting along but I didn't know they were bringing back the old chef yeah. so I went from being head chef now I'm the sous chef they, Ooh, they demoted you? They, they they never said that they actually yeah. said they were like no you guys are going to coexist together you guys are going to both work together but yeah. you've heard the expression too many cooks in the kitchen Yeah. so there was literally too, too many cooks in the kitchen and uh, you know he went back to doing like these crazy burgers and like these you know fancy fries and those type of stuff which is cool but that's that wasn't my style so I ended up you know I ended up saying this isn't for me I left and I ended up working at a Rita and Joe's in Jersey City which is like one of the most uh historical uh Italian food restaurants back in New York City it's mm-hmm. actually in Jersey Damn, City we got but some
0: dope restaurant gigs that's crazy yeah man yeah. I, I've,
3: I've bounced around a lot man uh and then at Rita and Joe's, I was working on this head chef and he was a pretty cool guy, but, um, something happened one day. And meanwhile, the whole time while I'm doing this, this kid, Adam, shout out to Adam. Uh, he's always hitting me up like, bro, like just come out to Vegas and let's do this. Like, let's do this. And I'm like, you're crazy, man. Like, nah, like, <laughs> like you're bugging. So I'm working at Rita and Joe's now and I'm the sous chef there. And, uh, one night it's gets slammed. It's really busy. And this, this chef couldn't handle, um, like rushes. He, he, he was very bad at handling, uh, Tense situations, so we're getting slammed, and um, no oh, shit. One of the so we used to serve garlic bread, right? Yeah, because you know they come in this Italian restaurant, we drop the bread, people get ready to order and stuff. That's the, the so that's the server's job is to pick up the bread and drop it on the table. So they're so busy, I guess the server had to ask somebody, hey, can you give me the bread? And I guess nobody did it for him, so he decided, and he made this mistake. He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have done this. He came behind the, uh, you know, the kitchen, the, the, the setup, and he went to go in the oven to take the bread out himself. Well, the chef saw that. The chef slammed the friggin' he slammed the oven and grabbed the kid like by his throat. I think he grabbed him by his shirt, but he he grabbed the kid like this. And he was like like talking crazy. And Whoa. I was just like, I was like, and I'm not. I don't like bullies, man. Like yeah. I, I I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not with that shit. So I saw that and he was a smaller guy. You know, he's a nice guy too. And, uh, I was just, I didn't say anything, you know, I, I didn't say, I wish I would have now, but I was just like, what the f-? Like kind of stunned me, you know, I was like, what the fuck? Like, but that's part of the culture sometimes. But after that happened, I looked at him differently. I looked at the whole thing, working in a restaurant a lot differently. So I called him my boy and I was like, you know what? Fuck it, man. I'm coming out to Vegas. And, uh, he bought me a plane ticket for, um, me and my dog. I got a 115 pound pit bull. <laughs> nice. uh, and I, if, if you guys know anything about flying pit bulls, you can't fly them like a regular crate you have to get a specialized crate. Really? Yeah. It's called um, uh, AFA something, like certified. It's a metal crate because they're so strong that they can chew through uh, plastic crates.
1: Oh,
0: wow.
3: So I had to and, go to, and you have to buy that at the airport? Or you well, buy Well, no, you have to buy it yourself, and it okay. costs about $1,000 to buy them brand new. What? Do so you have to sell it
0: after? That I, I did. <laughs> oh, okay.
3: I did end up selling it when I got to Vegas. I... I ended up paying the same amount in shipping that I got to sell it for, so I didn't make it. I just lost money. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But um, so I flew out here. My dog flew underneath on the plane. That's tight. Yeah, we got here, and the dog was in the storage area. We got to pick him up at uh, like you know the packaging pickup, whatever you call it. Yeah. There's a bunch of Hawaiian guys, and they just they <laughs> let the dog out the craze. My fucking dog was just running around the the whole the whole the whole store. Yeah. And I was like, this is this is this is already off to a weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah and, so f- and you said that that was around 2015?
2: That was no no so that was
3: that was t- the end of 2016 that was oh, okay. that was I think okay. that was November of 2016 oh, okay. is when I came out. So
2: you so your fifth Fuel Meal Prep uh, meal prep company mm-hmm. you started out in the East Coast?
3: No, so that, my old company that I came out here with was called Progress Prep mm-hmm. that I created. That I ended up coming out here with, partnered with uh, two guys. They were great guys. They I think they had good intentions, but we just saw very different mm-hmm. the uh, the idea of business. One of them said to me, and I'll never forget this. And I think you guys this this will speak to you too. And any yeah. entrepreneurs out there, so we're having an argument because he wants to he wants to hire a bunch of employees to do jobs that we can do ourselves. And mm-hmm. we're not at the we're not at that place where we need to be wasting money when we can do the work ourselves. Right and he says to me he's like this is how you this is how you build a business you you do the work for a couple of months then you hire people you stand back and you just make the money and i was like well i'm not a fucking business guru but i for sure know that's not how that's not how you that's not how you start a successful business you know you gotta your hands always stay dirty you know you're always involved it's not that simple if it was that simple everybody would do it so i was a red flag and you know we had some problems so uh what actually happened was, so when I signed it, I had a hundred percent of the business, you know, but I I gave them equal partnership because they said that they brought so much to the table from sales, from tech and marketing and this and that. I said, fuck it, okay, I trusted these guys. They didn't exactly live up to their, you know, their part of the uh, yeah. The, the, yeah. the end of the deal. I felt like I was being overworked, undercompensated. Like it was it was really hard for me to deal with this stuff. So we had a bunch of problems. They actually bought me out. Uh, for a few thousand dollars. I think it was like five, five $8,000, something like that. And, uh, to be honest, man, they kind of kicked me out. They're kind of like, here's your money. We're done. Like, that's it. And, I, right. and, and the business was paying for the house that I was living in. So I kind of had, I had nowhere to go and it, it was bad. It was bad. Uh, we ended up coming to a terms of an agreement that they would own the business and I'd be an operating partner in New York. So I drove back to New York. I did a cross country road trip and, um, that was cool. You know that was a good experience. We got to see a bunch of stuff with your dog, with my dog, and one nice. of my friends. Uh, yeah, we got pulled over in Chicago by police, <laughs> and uh, they made us get out the car. And they like ran they 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 because we had um we rented the car from California. It was a minivan, and so they see a minivan with this big pit bull and a couple of young people driving around, and then you know in Chicago they're like yeah, these guys are moving, Rob. yeah, they're they're moving drugs or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. So they pulled us out, and they had the uh, they had the dogs come. It took about half an hour finally they apologize let, let us go two minutes later we get whoop whoop somebody's pulling us over again I'm like what the fuck it, it was like a scene out of Super Troopers man yeah. I, they, I have the video on my Instagram the guy came up to me and he's like I'm sorry I forgot your IDs and he gave me the IDs back and I was like Jesus Christ Whoa, like, yeah. And then, we, and then we went and had some bomb ass Chicago pizza and beer and I'm from New York and we do pizza right, but New Yorkers, we got to stop hating on Chicago pizza because that shit is good. What's the yeah. difference with yeah. pizza?
0: Is Isn't there like a different way? Yeah, like they deep do. Dish? They do like a deep dish Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's, it's kind of like a
3: casserole. Like it's kind of like baked in a pan mm-hmm. there's a lot of sauce, a lot of cheese. And what's but New
0: York pizza like?
3: New York pizza is just going to be a, you know, hand rolled dough that it's, it's, you bake it on a, on a stone or on over, over wood, however you do it, but it's mm-hmm. a flat pizza. Yeah.
2: Tom's no, I don't, want the, I, don't, I don't I don't want I don't want to really too much, but yeah. what's the best pizza place in Vegas that you found so far? Okay. That has the best flavor. I got to tell you Let's man.
3: Go. The best pizza place in Las Vegas is Joey's New York Pizza. There's two locations. There's one in uh, Summerlin and there's one in Henderson. It's a guy from New York. He knows how to make it right and honestly bro like when I had it the first time it felt like I was back home like it felt mm-hmm. like I was eating something from back home Joey's and Joey's Joey's New York pizza. Damn. That's
2: where we're going to. We're going to. <laughs> listen, listen,
3: I, I'll call up Joey cuz I'm cool with him. I see him at Restaurant Depot where we do our shopping and uh, get the white pie. Ooh. Get the garlic
0: knots. Uh, yeah. It's it's phenomenal so we'll, dude. It's so other good. question, if we go out to New York, where's a good place to
3: Well, you got to come to my place. hometown Staten Island. Staten Island. And you got to go to Danino's. Danito's Danito's It's like sounds, sounds like yeah. <laughs> yeah. you guys. You guys ever
2: see Goodfellas? Uh, yeah. I haven't. I know, I know. It's on Netflix. It's on my cue, bro. You've it's never my seen Goodfellas? My brother saw it. He said it's really good.
1: Uh, yes.
3: Everybody's seen yeah. it. And everybody yeah. said that. You, anyways, and it's kind of. So you've seen it, right? Yeah. So the bar, it's like it's it's that old like New York theme, like with the wooden the wooden bars and the wooden tables and everything's very old. And it's a simple thing, cash only. You can't pay with cards. Oh know, wow! For whatever reason, so it's real old school.
2: <laughs> I feel like I feel like that place would just have like a bunch of Joey Diaz's You know Joey Diaz? <laughs> yeah, He's yeah, just yeah, sitting yeah, at a yeah. table with like ten girls around him. I actually lived and he's in talking in, like this, and he's you know. I lived in Union City on Bergen Line Street where Joey
3: Diaz is from. Oh and really? Yeah, man. There's guys. There's guys like that everywhere. I so feel. Just, like, I feel
2: like if you grow up on the east coast period you're gonna have some good stories to tell yeah
1: yeah like no matter what like
0: i'm, I'm hearing all these stories i'm like damn, I'm like, damn do i don't have, do have none of that, that. Yeah. like i was just like oh yeah i, think, I think
3: it's because you're piled you know we're so piled on top of each other that you're forced to interact yeah and, and the more interactions you have the crazier experiences you end up having you know that's a it's, good way it's to like it. it's like rolling the dice you know like right. if you have more dice you're gonna have more you know more things ah, happen, that's true that's you know? crazy but uh so you said when you, were yeah. dry,
2: you were driving back to New York? Yeah, so I,
3: I got back to New York and um, picked up my business, started again from scratch. And it's crazy, man. I actually, I, actually, I don't even want to tell this story, but I partnered with uh, one of my friends and then he ended up going astray in his life. So once again, I had a business partner that I intended on doing 50-50, you know, and uh, didn't work out. So mm-hmm. once again, I was kind of, I don't know if I was dealt shit hand or if sometimes I was doing things that were leaving your shit hand, Yeah. but I, I, once again, I was left with some bullshit to deal with. Yeah. Ended up, you know, running the business again and
2: And this was another meal prep company, right? This no no, this is still progress prep. This is oh, still okay. the one,
3: because they owned it now. Oh, right. But now you were I, allowed. I signed a contract right. that I can work as an affiliate or whatever it's called. Right. So but I still had to answer them and I was like, That's kind of annoying. And back in Vegas, they were trying to run the company without me. And I don't I wasn't here so I can't tell you, but I do know they had to refund a bunch of orders, a lot of uh, a lot of ratings, like a lot of bad shit happened when I left because they didn't really know, you know, they, they weren't involved enough to really get how to run the business. Mm -hmm. I had a sous chef when I was here and she took over and she was pretty good, but there's a lot of things that go into meal prep because it's such a new uncommon business Right. that if you don't know how to do it, it's, you know, it's not like it's, you can't just follow a blueprint. There's no blueprint made for that yet. So they struggled with that. And I went back to New York and I was doing all right. You know, business was business. I was doing Okay. But um, <clears throat> in the contract, they wanted me to pay a certain amount of money each month. It was like a ridiculous number, like $500 a month to keep, to utilize their website.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, and honestly, the website wasn't even bringing me that much money. I was, I was dealing with people, you know, my, my old people from my neighborhood and, uh, you know, from New York that I knew. So I was right. not working myself. I really wasn't using the website. So sometimes I, I either wasn't able to make the payments or I had a problem paying it. And they just said, okay, well, next thing I know, I'm, I'm going to log into to my website to see what's going on. And I can't. I'm going to log into my Instagram. I'm locked out of my Instagram. I'm like, dude, what's going on? Like, like this is weird. Like, all of a sudden, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't utilize my tools. And they're like, we're done, man. Like, you know, we we told you we wanted the money. You didn't do it. Blah blah. They had already shut down their business in Vegas. So the only person that's using this stuff is me. Whoa. They had they had nothing to lose by just letting me do my thing. You know, we could have agreed. On, yeah, no, we could have weird. agreed on a different amount of money. You know, we could have figured it out. But I felt like maybe some spite was there. And uh, they shut me down, man. Like I lost my business literally in in an hour. I lost my business and I was desperate. I was like, bro, like, come on, let's work this out. And they were just, they were just done.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So I, you know, I'm not the kind of guy that when you say you're done, I'm honestly, okay, you, I give up, you know? So I said, fuck this. I started a brand new Instagram, started a website on Squarespace that I'm actually still using. I built the, I, I did everything myself, man. I built my website myself. I, uh, I did everything myself with, with this company and um but
2: that that's when you decided to start a fit fuel meal prep right ff prep fit fuel ff prep. prep
0: yes sir. wow that's crazy. it's crazy like Damn. it's always at 80 percent like when you're almost there you can either quit yeah or just be like fuck it let's keep moving forward yeah, man. and it's always right there and then it's usually a sign like hey
3: I love when I talk to entrepreneurs and they tell me that they have a, that there's an issue that they're dealing with. Like, oh man, I got this problem. Like, you know, something's going on, like something they have to deal with. I kind of smile a little bit. Cause I'm like, this is good. Right. Like what doesn't break you is going to make you. Right. You know what I mean the good times, they're not what makes you. It's the hard times, how you deal with it, yep. what you learn from it. 100%. So when people tell me there's an issue, I kind of get a little excited for them. Like they, like this, it sucks for you right now, but in a little while, this is going to be really beneficial if You get for you. over that hurdle. Yeah. And I, I usually believe 99% of people, they, if they, if they believe they will, and they try to, they get over it, you know? So <clears throat> yeah, I started this new company. Sorry. That's super
2: that's super ex- exciting though too at the same time, like I know you were you were talking about like like you could you have two two options. You could mm-hmm. either start new or you can, you know, you know, give up. But from, from 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 an entrepreneur's point of view, yeah, you should you should be excited, like, oh now I get to do something on my own and kinda like
3: it was, do it, it exactly how I want to do it. It was a roller coaster of emotions because at first I was heartbroken, I was scared, I couldn't earn money yeah, like there's I, always that fear. I, I was mm-hmm. fucked. I was right. fucked, man. And I thought like, I'm literally saying like, what am I going to do? And I'm like, well, I'm going to do what I always do. I'm going to find a way and I'm going to make it happen. I'm not going to let anybody dictate how how I'm going to, how I'm going to operate, how I'm going to live my life. Mm. So that's what I did, man. And it was funny because like the next week, you know, I'm back up with a new thing, but I still have, I still have my, my base, my, my, my roots. They're like, yeah, you got a new company, same food, same cook, same business, same service. Let's do it. So I I was literally right back in business and uh, I kind of have a hard head. So when you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to say, oh, yeah, well, watch me. I, I've been like that since I was a kid, man. That's good. You know, yeah, it was super good. It was bad when I was in school because teachers, you know, it's funny in school, like when you're young and you realize, like, I think I know more than this teacher does about something. Yeah. You're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to question them. You're not allowed mm-hmm. to challenge them. It's just it's authority. You obey them. Uh, and I, I would always call them when they're bullshit, like, you know, like that the fuck out of here. Like, what are you saying? Like, and I, would, <laughs> so I got into a lot of trouble. I got into, I got suspended a couple of times, you know, <laughs> did, did some detention and stuff, but it helped me because then when I had my own business, it was like, you know, um, it's all on me, which is a good thing and a bad thing. You know, I don't answer anybody. I have to, I have to make the hard decisions, but at the end of the day, I have to do the hard work too. Right. You know? So, um, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a journey and it ended up, it worked out pretty good. Uh, should, I, should I tell you guys how I ended up back in Vegas? Yeah, yeah you got to. I you mean, did. at this all point, right. you're back man. in. You're, right. you're back I'm in, interested should, all the way through. Yeah, you're, yeah.
2: You're, you're, I feel like this is like, the, you've never seen the movie Joe Dirt? <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> just kind of sits down and starts telling a story, bro. That's where we're at right now. Uh, like, was, you're doing such I a good job. I'm talking job. too much, bro. I'm really sorry. No, no. no, no yeah, you, have really, you have a really interesting story. a really interesting story, And I'm genuinely interested. Like, how did you get back? Yeah.
3: Um. So when I was out here my first time, I met this girl, right? Her name's April. And, uh, she's, I remember the first time I saw her, I was like, this girl is fucking beautiful. Like it, like I get goosebumps thinking about it. Cause she's just, she's so beautiful and she's such a beautiful person inside and out. So we dated the first time I was living out in Vegas. But, um, when I lived out here the first time, I didn't have a license because I had a DWI back in New York. So I mm-hmm. came out here with no license. You know, I had my business partnership that I, I, I wasn't make. we had to spend so much money between the three of us and, and the business. Like I really didn't have any money. So I started, you know, I, I met her. I crept, I crept in the DMs, hey. <laughs> as you do. And um,
2: You showed me how to do that, man. Yeah. I, I,
3: it's, oh, it's Every time man. I try to do that, I feel like a,
2: I feel like a creeper. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: actually, so I followed her on my business page uh-huh. because she's a, she's into fitness. She was like, you right. know, it's working out. And the way I didn't just holler, like, you know, hey, what's up, girl? You look good. Like, Let me talk hey, to mom. you. Hey, mom. I was like, hey, are you interested in the meal prep service? You know, like, I, I gamed it, man. I gamed the whole system. <laughs> That's how you do it. So... So we ended up talking, then I follow my personal. We're talking through there. And a couple of weeks, we decided to meet up. And I really do think it was love at first sight, man. I remember I saw her and I was just like, I'll, I'll give this girl anything. Whatever, <laughs> whatever this girl wants, I'll give yeah. it to her. Uh, and so, yeah, we dated for a little bit. But at the time, I didn't really have much to offer her. I, at least that's how I felt. You know, like I didn't have a license. My business was it was chaotic. I didn't, I was in a weird place, you know. I was in a yeah. weird place. And I just, I think I didn't have the confidence. Or I just didn't feel like I gave her what she wanted, what she deserved. And, uh, we decided to part ways, you know, uh, very, very cool. Like we weren't, you know, there was no, no fighting or anything. We're just like, she kind of said like, you know, I don't think I'm ready for a relationship right now. And I was like, you know, I don't think I'm really ready to to offer anybody anything Mm -hmm. right now. So we went our own ways, but we still stayed in touch with each other. And, uh, so when I was living in New York, uh, my friends, Joe and Danny, uh, they decided that they want to go to Vegas for a trip. And I'm like, you know what, man? I kind of miss Vegas. Fuck it, i want to go to Vegas. <laughs> so we go. We stay at the MGM uh, a weekend. It was the weekend of August, like right around my birthday. And uh, we're fucking raging, bro, because this is my first time in Vegas as an adult that I'm not here working. I'm here to par- I'm here to be a partier. And you guys, how long have you guys been in Vegas? I've
2: been in Vegas my whole life.
0: Your whole yeah, life, whole life. Yeah. So raised.
2: we don't
3: we don't really see that perspective of like the crazy party people who come mm. here to like you know just kind of run amok and abuse the city. Yeah. yeah. So, but I got to do that. And I was like, I'm fucking doing this. Like cause I because <laughs> the whole six months I was here before, I was like, I want to party, like I want to do this shit, but I can't. So I came and you know, we went hard, day clubs, nightclubs going crazy. The last night, uh, I was so hung over, man. I was so I was like, I was dying. I was really banged up. We had a flight the next morning at like 9 a.m and uh my boy Joe is like Joe is such a savage bro. He's a fucking beast and so is hef and Hef is asleep. I'm like in bed dying. And Joe's like, bro, we're going out tonight. Let's go. Let's go. And I'm like, dude, I don't think I'm going to make it. Like, I don't think I'm going to make it. He's like, bro, we're going out tonight. Then April hits me up. Now April's supposed to be in Hawaii. She's supposed to be in Hawaii with her cousins, but her cousin got sick or something. Like they couldn't make the trip. So she had to cancel that trip. She ended up being in town and she's like, Hey, uh, let's hang out. And I was like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> I, I got a bottle of tequila, got in the shower, chugged some tequila, shook that shit off, went out, uh, spent the whole night with her at, at Dre's nightclub. We ended up, she did something really cool that I'll never forget. She took me out to, uh, I think it was Lake Mead or something to watch the sunrise. And uh, it, it was something I really needed. Like, cause at the time things with the business had fallen through already, you know, like things were already over. Yeah. Or at least they were on the way. Me and, me and one of the guys were having real big problems. Like when I came out of here, he didn't want to see me, didn't want to talk to me. I was like, all right. You were out of here on a vacation, On a vacation in yeah. August. Right. And she, <clears throat> I guess maybe she saw like I was kind of down about things. I don't know. But she took me out to Lake Mead to watch the sunrise. And it really felt like one of those like poetic type things where it's like a new beginning, you know, like, like, like new life. Yeah. And I remember like, so we're driving back um, to the hotel because I got to catch that flight in like two hours. <laughs> when I got back to the room, these, the sun was up. The guys were already getting ready to leave. We we're all fucked up. But uh, I literally contemplated not getting on that plane. I was like, maybe I can just stay here and make this work somehow. You know, maybe I'll reach back out to my old to my business partners and be like, hey, let's let's you know whatever. Because I wanted to be with this girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I just had crazy feelings about her. But anyways, I got back on the plane. Worst plane ride, fucking ever, dude. I yeah, was, that just
0: sounds terrible,
3: bro. The hangover, the plane ride coming to Vegas <laughs> is way different than the plane ride. Plane ride coming, going back. Oh
2: yeah, because you're looking forward to going to Vegas.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> can
2: I, can I tell you guys about the plane ride coming to Vegas?
3: <laughs> Did you get kicked off? No, 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 oh, no, no. Yeah. I, you guys are like this guy has too many fucking. No, I like it. <laughs> uh, so when we took the plane ride here, we took the morning flight. We got there like 5 a.m. I forgot we were flying. I think we were flying uh, Continental or United. Hmm. But we got the last seat in the back, the very last seat in the back. And, uh, so I, we had just, a,
2: I just recently got the last seat in the back on the fly for yeah. you from, from Florida.
3: Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's, it's, as long as the bathroom's not right by you. Cause that sometimes could be unfortunate. I had yeah. the window, I had the window seat, so I was good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we were flying out there and we had the whole back row and it was me and my boy half had the whole back row over here and Joe and some lady that was just coincidentally there had the other back row. So we started getting drinks at like 6am and they're like, so you guys are going to Vegas? You guys are going to party? We're like, yeah. Dude, they just keep coming back with with Tito's. We're doing a Bloody Marys, Tito's, and you know, Jesus. like Bloody Mary mix. Man, we must have done like fucking. I think I think we count the bottles. We had like thirteen, and we might have oh, had between the, between stupid. three of us. We might have had more. But wow. uh, yeah, and then they they didn't. This is the crazy thing. They didn't charge us anything. What? They didn't charge us anything. It was it was a male flight attendant, and you know, male flight attendants sometimes are they're they're into other males so, oh, it, so was, nice. yeah. at first he comes up to me he's like talking to me he's like you look like an mma fighter like blah blah like, do you like this stuff and you know i'm actually he didn't he didn't talk that was wrong with me because that's stereotypical he didn't seem gay i apologize for that he he didn't talk with that whole stereotypical yeah. accent yeah. he actually talked normally and he's, he's asking me questions like about mma this and that and then he goes into uh he's like well i like what did we, we said we we're going to do something and there was like a double entendre to it and then he's like well i like to do that with guys too and we oh. were like
2: oh okay yeah it's kind of we were, flattering when the guy hits on you yeah bro. it was like, i'm not
0: three yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: you had to
3: crack those bottles man. <laughs> but uh so he ended up he didn't charge us for any of the drinks that's and when tight, we landed though. man we like we had the whole back of the plane like we were we weren't obliterated but we were we were tipsy and we were joking around everybody it was like it was like it's not to have a movie man it was like
2: Las Vegas of airplanes right? yeah bro it was was awesome
3: it was fucking awesome but then the flight back I remember like being like I might die on this plane like this this might be it cause I was so hungover dude like just felt like such shit but um so yeah so I met April out there again and uh from that point on I kind of felt like I like I, I wanted to I wanted to either come back and be with her or, or figure it out you felt like there was something to come back to in Vegas yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's just a really really strong connection like in you know it was it was crazy
2: I'm really hoping things work out with April at this point yeah I don't I'm, know, I'm waiting know what's I, don't, going on. I, I mean
3: it's I don't know but, <laughs> but um, so She's never been to New York, and I told her all the time, I was like, I'm gonna take you to New York one day, I gotta show you New York. And um, so when I started my new company, I figured, you know, fuck it like I actually it might have been in between me working, but I I flew her out here in November around Thanksgiving. And uh, she came out here and I showed her New York. She 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 booked a one way ticket here. I booked her a one way ticket here because I paid for it. I told her I was when you say I, here, you mean New York, right? To New York, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. excuse me, yeah, because I told her I was gonna fly to New York, so I booked her the one way ticket. And uh, we didn't book her one back though. And I don't know, maybe I did that on purpose. Who knows? (laughs) She she ends up staying for two weeks, man. We're like living together. She's staying at my place for two weeks. She meets all my family, all my friends. They all love her. And uh, by the time she leaves, we're like, we got to figure this shit out. Like we got like, like we're supposed to be together. So she ends up flying back and forth a bunch of times from Vegas to New York. I flew out to uh, Vegas for Valentine's Day to spend with her. And, um, we just fell really, really deeply in love. Like we really, it was a crazy connection. She, one time she flew back and, uh, I was working, so I was doing meal prep, but I was also working part-time at a kitchen in Staten Island. And, uh, I'm back there, I'm doing my thing. I'm cooking, I'm grilling. It's like, and this was a brunch spot. So it's slammed from like 10 to like two. It's fucking, it's crazy. I think it was a Saturday or Sunday and I'm back there and I'm cooking and I'm doing my thing. And all of a sudden I look over and everybody in the kitchen freezes, dude. Every mm. everything stops. Like six people working station just stop and look. And it's my girl. She flew in to surprise me. She's like, baby, I'm here. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, dude, it was it was the last thing I expected at that moment. Yeah. And she's always done cool shit like that. You know, like she she she's cool like that. You know, like she she does things to show me how much she cares, as I do for her. And I think that's I think that's really important in relationships. You know, I think you have to make extra efforts. I don't think people are supposed to ask you for things. And if people are are giving you the, the, the reminders that they care and love about you, you're never going to ask them for anything because you already know it, you know? Right. But then when you have to ask them for it, that creates a kind of weird relationship. You know what I mean? Like where, like they're not doing that, the genuine, the genuine of the, of their heart, you know, they're doing it because you're asking.
2: Right. And they should want to do it. Yeah. yeah, You
3: know, it it, it, it could be the littlest, dumbest thing or it could be something (laughs) as crazy as flying to New York and, you know, surprising people. So she was great. And, you know, then I flew back to uh, Vegas for February. And when I was here for a week, I was just like, man, fuck this. I'm coming back here. Like, I'm, I'm moving back here. Like, I, it's something about this town that I really like.
2: I hope you're racking up those miles at this point, bro. Yeah.
3: You know, dude, I'm, I'm retarded, man. I, I fly Spirit, so <laughs> it's not even worth shit.
0: <laughs> Goddamn Spirit. Giving us that. I've
2: only ever flown Southwest. Oh, no, yeah. I flew American Airlines.
0: I, yeah. yeah, Spirit's terrible. Holy fuck.
2: But they got the big front seat, man. You spend like $60.
3: It's like ghetto first class. You get the first seat. Is that seat.
0: the handicapped seat? That's what when, when, <laughs> when I'm in it,
3: when I'm in it, it pretty yeah. much is, but no, uh, it's just, it's like a big first class seat, but there's no divider. You just get like the first drinks first on and off the planet. Oh, okay, it. okay. It's, but it's cool though. But spirit, yeah, spirit sucks. Um, now I know. So, so I, dec- <laughs> I decided with her, I'm, I'm going to move back. You know, we're gonna start looking for places when, well, she was here. So she had to look for places. She had to, she had to handle a lot of shit to make this come together. And so we set the date. It was the end of April. Uh, I flew her back. We said, we're going to drive out there, you know, because it actually would be cheaper to drive than to lose all my shit, fly, flying my dog cost about a thousand dollars for the ticket and yeah. the box and everything. I oh,
0: yeah, can't do that again.
3: No, I'm not doing that again. So we say, fuck it. we're going to do a nice little road trip, you know, from, from New York to Las Vegas. But, um, we actually ended up changing it around and we flew, we drove down to Louisiana because I never been to New Orleans. I lived in Florida for like a year, but I'd never been to New Orleans so I'm like I want to go to New Orleans, so we fucking drove down to New York in my 2003 Chevy Silverado. This truck had over 200,000 miles on it. It's a, new, a East Coast, Northeast Coast truck. So the bottom, you know, we get a lot of snow. The whole bottom it was rusted. I took it to my mechanic before we left, and uh I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna drive this thing out to Las Vegas." And he's like, "Well, you're not gonna do that. You're, <laughs> you're gonna try to do that, but that's not what's gonna happen." I'm like, "Like I said before." Fucking watch me. <laughs> <laughs> oh so my God. yeah, so we took the long like we had like extra thousand miles by going down to Louisiana just made the trip way longer. But it was dope, man. Went to New Orleans, had those hand grenade drinks.
0: You you go know. like Bourbon Street
3: or yeah, whatever. Yeah, we went to Bourbon Street, yeah. did the hand grenades. Uh, ate, ate some banging ass uh Cajun food. You know, like so, some alligators, some shrimp. It was really good. And we're like, all right, so let's keep let's keep going. So we started driving again. Uh, got across Texas. God, um, boring ass drive. To oh Texas. my god, dude! It's like it's, it's it, the longest drive. It's a in in the country. The world. Texas is a goddamn country. And like how you know, wide it And is, if you're it's
0: driving crazy. through the north part of Texas, yeah. it is so fucking boring. It's yeah. literally desert on yeah. desert on desert and we, cows.
3: We drove through Dallas and we drove. I think we might have drove through oh, Houston, okay. but in between, you know, that's only like. 20 minutes half an hour the rest of it's fucking weak. Yeah. it's fields you know so yeah bad. yeah so we ended up getting um all the way to Arizona uh, Kingman Arizona you guys know where that is yeah yep. it's about 100 miles from here like mm-hmm. an yeah, hour yeah it's hour not too half. far yeah it's not too far and my truck's making it man we're getting there and all of a sudden i hear I'm like fuck like what like what's going on like i don't know what it is but something the the whole the whole uh, four wheel drive thing is rattling crazy. I'm literally holding it like I don't know what the fuck's going on, but Whoa. this is going to keep my truck together because I don't really know shit about cars. Like I'm not I don't know anything <laughs> about mechanics really. But um, so we pull over and it's like there's stuff leaking. We're like I don't know what's going on, but we can't drive anymore. We're a hundred miles away from Las Vegas. We got from New York all the way down to Louisiana, all the way across Texas to fucking Kingman, Arizona. Broke down. But there's another part of the story I left out. <laughs> oh yeah. So, April has family in New Mexico. This is okay. A cr- I can't believe I lift this out. <clears throat> April has family in New Mexico. So, she wanted to stop there on the way here to have breakfast with her aunt. So, we go there, and uh, I have my dog with me, you know? So, they have a backyard. They live in, like, it's weird. This part of it's called Las Vegas, New Mexico.
0: Yeah. You've been there? Yeah, yeah, I think so. There's a Las Vegas There's in a Las yeah.
3: Vegas, New Mexico. I
2: did not know that. Yeah. That's interesting.
3: Yeah. So, um, so we stopped there And it's kind of like It's kind of very country like You know she lives in um Like a trailer park type situation But they're like Nice trailers kind of Like Yeah People out there They just live so much
0: differently the trailers
3: Yeah like Hers, hers was <laughs> pink Hers was pink And had like crazy colored tires that's Around safe. and shit Yeah it was wild And that's one thing about The cross country road trips That you realize is Americans man you can't generalize America
0: oh hell no uh, there's Ameri- so many different and a, it's so unique yeah. all around
3: a, an American from New York City is a different American than an American from Kansas you know mm-hmm. we're still we still love our country and we're still you know for the most part I think we're pretty pretty good people right but our ways of life are completely different so you know out there they live in trailers and they have like these loose dogs and it's just it's mayhem so I left Uh, I, we go there for breakfast and they see my dog and I'm like oh he can go in the backyard because they have like a little gated mm-hmm. fence I'm like okay cool we eat breakfast uh after about an hour or two, I'm like, let me go check on my dog. I go, I go look in the backyard and the fucking the metal gate fence is ripped open. Oh and my dog's gone. And I'm dude, my heart fucking sunk, man. Like Whoa. I was bro, I was I was fucked up, man. I was angry. I was I was really it was it was a mess. And I look and I see like on my truck, there were scratch marks. So he must have like been looking for us, you know what I mean? Like he was smelling us, he was looking for us, he's probably scared of bugging out. And so now I'm like, well, I don't know the fuck my dog is in the middle of New Mexico, the country of New Mexico. And uh, so I got in my truck, April, April hops in my truck and we're driving around looking for my dog. I'm screaming for my dog, like, OP, OP. Like I'm, I'm, I start crying and shit because that's like, it's like my baby, you know? Yeah. Yeah. When shit, I've had him since he was, you know, uh, eight weeks old. And when shit in my life was up and down, that dog was always there for me. That dog was my, you know, he was my stagnant, that, that, was it was my comfort and like just a lot of shit to me, you know. I, I yeah. love that dog in, in a crazy way, but he's but now he's missing and I'm in the little fucking New Mexico and like there's fucking mountains around. I'm like I'm like I don't think I'm ever gonna see this dog again. Wait, how old is Opie? Opie at the time, right now he's six and oh. I guess
0: then he was Same five. Same mine.
3: Yeah. yeah. What, kind of, what kind of dog
0: do you have? Uh, the German Shepherd. Husky. Oh yeah, the dog, yeah, 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 mm-hmm.
3: I, I, yeah, cutie that one. So you know what it's like, man. Sheds yeah. You sheds hair everywhere, bro. I'm not, yeah. a dog, I'm
2: not a dog person because I'm allergic, Uh huh. but I know, pe- I know people. <laughs> yeah. I know people. That's crazy. That's their dogs. real love. Yeah. People who have their dogs are super attached. Like I know, I know Chuck loves his dog. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anytime yeah. I see somebody with
0: a dog, she sleeps with me that dog is now, like, yeah. like
2: their life. You know, it is? the
3: loyalty of a dog, man, is, is uh, unparalleled. You know, yeah. they don't, they don't rat on you. They don't judge you. They just love you and they just appreciate you, you know, and they're there for you. They can read your emotions. They're, they're, they're great animals. And I love my dogs. I've always had dogs. This is my old dog right here. uh buddy that I had. Oh, um, so yeah. So I lost, uh, I lost my dog and, um, we're looking for him and April decides, cause there's, there's wild dogs. Like they just leave their dogs out and they can kind of run around. I guess they come back home. She's like, uh, I- I'm going to get out She gets out the truck and she starts running on foot looking for Opie, like screaming, like Opie, Opie. She's, I'm driving around. I'm driving for miles, like in these bumpy, crazy roads can't see him one guy when we were driving i said to him i was like hey i was like i I, I, i'm missing my dog have you seen my dog And he's like nah man i haven't seen your dog and here's a dog in the back of his hatchback i'm driving on the main road and he's like hey i think i saw your dog down there and i was like what and it's fucking like a mile down so i started gunning it and I see a, a little brown, little brown bull, little brown dot. And I'm like, I fucking hope this is a motherfucker. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I get closer, I get closer and probably about a hundred yards or so. And I'm like, that's my dog. That's, that's my dog. But now I'm nervous because we're in the middle of nowhere and he's probably having the time of his life, you know, running wild, getting chased by dogs. Probably Who knows? He might have some bastard dogs out in New yeah. Mexico, you know, cause he's not fixed. But, um, I, I pull the truck over and I'm like, if I have to run for five miles, I'm going to fucking catch this goddamn dog. (laughs) Luckily I seen him. He saw me. He's, he's already running towards me and he's literally just ran into my arms, dude. I fucking put the bear grip on him, threw him in the back of the truck and was like, I'm never ever letting something like that happen. That dog again. And he's in the back. Just like, (sighs) Just had, he just so worried. how old was he, he? He was five. He was five. At that time? At that time, he was five years old, yeah. And he's strong, strong, smart, wild dog, man.
0: Oh, that's the one thing I hate with dogs. Like, sometimes they're fucking stupid, and I'm like, oh, I, I really wish it would just be like. Yeah. Because like, I heard stories about my, like, grandma back in the day. She was uh, telling me about her cat. Right. Like, her cat literally followed her from, like, Boston all the way to Florida followed her followed how How? how, i don't know i i I asked my grandma i'm like you sure that's your cat and she's like trust me i know because the eye yeah and then it literally followed her like they were they they had a trip like a vacation in like florida or something like that and the cat literally was at the hotel room like it found them somehow jesus christ
3: yeah man animals we don't know what goes through their head but they know some shit man they know they know how to do things and cats i think cats are probably smart smarter than dogs are
0: yeah you know i don't um, like cats but
2: the
3: i'm allergic i'm
2: alert
0: to cats cats are a little, little more
3: cynical
2: it. though right they're like very
3: yeah, they're
0: kind of selfish they're, they're, on, kinda, they're, they're assholes, on their own shit you know? <laughs> yeah but the, the thing about cats like i see i still can't i can't get an idea like why you like cats like because if you get a cat they kind of do their own thing that's cool you don't have to take care of them too much <laughs> maybe but you it's like, like observing them i don't know but like to me i'm like nah, i couldn't like yeah it needs the
3: yeah it's not it's not it's not a partner in crime or you it's not like yeah, a, you yeah. know it's not you can't really have fun with a, a cat you know unless it's
0: like a lion because they yeah. have the same attitude as like a dog Yeah, and then you get eaten you want to get eaten? <laughs> <laughs> you want to get clawed in the face like no nah, yeah okay so you've got the dog so we get you the get dog
3: back and this is shit. this is in new mexico and we're about you know at this point we're probably about 14 hours outside of las vegas our final destination and um so then we're driving break down in arizona uh, had to call, had to call up a, a truck tow, and the guy t- towed us for a hundred miles when we we're this close. It's still pissing me off to this day. And money's tight. You know, like I'm spending a lot of money on this ship. Like I'm not. You know, it's, it's a lot going into this, and uh, so. I get in this tow truck and this guy was crazy, man. This guy was a nut job. he like he was very nice, very kind hearted, but he seemed like he was meffed out for like three yeah. days. Damn. Yeah. But he's cool, man. So he's me this is out in Arizona. <laughs> this, is, this is in Kingman, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have a video of me and him and my dog. So he's in the he's in the front seat, my dog's in the front seat, me and my girl in the back, and my truck's behind us. And he's just like cr- like driving crazy. My dog's. Is he talking, around. Hella? Yeah, yeah, he tells us. like, oh yeah yeah, 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 you know, you, you dude. He t- <laughs> he talked he talked to us the whole time, the whole time. You can see I'm a talkative person, but I was so exhausted from this trip, I was just like, I I really wasn't engaging him, but it didn't stop him from talking. <laughs> so finally, you know, we get to Las Vegas, and uh, it was it was every the whole burden, the weight of the world came off my shoulders, and I was like, finally, I'm fucking here. And uh, yeah, we picked up business. Business was already ready to go because we did a pre-sale. People were like ordering, waiting for us to, to land. So we had clients from the get. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of those clients we still have to this day. And I'll never, those guys, man, I, your day ones, bro, like the day ones are your, your podcast and whatever ventures you do, like you're always gonna remember them, you know, like they, they, right. hold, they hold a very special place in your heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so from there, business started going good. And um, yeah, for it's, it's, it's never easy. You know, when... The better things get, the more demands for you. You know, the more, the bigger the workload,
2: the more the work. So more money, more problems.
3: Yeah, I say, I say, <laughs> you
0: you to just use this podcast as like the whole the story, the backstory to the, the yeah. food company, man. Because I'm like, yeah. damn, that's, that was like, yeah, man. I have an ever... attachment to that meal prep business. I'm like, yeah. damn, yes, yeah. So, yeah when,
3: when people, when people ever, nobody does, but. People used to talk shit about my company. Like, people would be like, if I would have an argument with a friend, he'd be like, you fucking making frozen frozen ground turkey burgers that <laughs> taste like shit, blah, blah, blah. Well, Damn. then when I came back, that kid actually ended up being a client, John Agolia. That's right. You piece of shit. John. What up to John? That's my boy, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, we just got into a friendly argument. But um, I, I take things so personal with this company, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I've been so much to have like to, to, to get where I am and it was never easy, you know, and it never will be easy. I don't think. And that's the beautiful thing about it, man. I, I love hardships and struggle because
0: it's it what makes you, man. It's what
3: makes you. And after you're done with that, like after that, after that last, you know, that whole thing with the cross country road trip, if they delay my flight to go to fucking Puerto Rico or Mexico, I'm not, I'm not worried about anything. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I've been, you think this is a bad travel experience. I can tell you a bad travel experience, you know? So just the hard times, man, like you really got to appreciate them. You know, mm-hmm. even when you're in them, take a second, stop and take a second and, and look from an outside perspective and be like, you know what, this, it could be worse. You're going to get through it. It's going to be hard, but it has to be done. You know, there's, there's no reason in, in lingering on things and, and complaining and, and letting things get carried away, you know, in relationships, in friendships and everything. It's like, sometimes take yourself out of your own ego, you know, really observe a situation mm-hmm. without you, you, you're biased, you know, cause we get our, our emotions get involved and then things start, start getting illogical. Like they don't make sense. Yep. But when you can take yourself out of things and really take an unbiased perspective, you can fix a lot of your fucking problems, man. Oh yeah. You know, you can address a lot of things that you can, if your emotions are involved, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But, um, yeah, I, uh. Yeah. I I'm here now and we're we're doing big things. So we're trying I, to, trying to open a cafe. I got a shit. Yeah, but
0: yeah. I, I wanna ask some meal preps because I'm not too I don't have too much knowledge knowledge on them. I know you do. But like so what's the whole process? Like you you order through your business and then you get it week <clears throat> per week, or is it month per month, or how long does the food last? So all we, that. Have,
3: we have a couple of different ways of doing it. So we have weekly clients and then we have monthly clients. Monthly clients obviously get a larger discounted rate. They get like, you know, about 15 to 20 to 25% off, depending on the meals. And uh, so you can do a monthly package mm-hmm. or you can do weekly and there's no subscription. There's no reoccurring orders. There's nothing like that. Um, we deliver twice a week. You know, some companies out here, I, <laughs> there's a company out here. I'm not going to say any names, but the kid who, who is the owner and chef of the company, he was actually my client in Staten Island. Oh, wow. Yeah and he came up to me a while ago and this is back in 2015. He's like, you know, we should partner in this and that. And I'm like, what do you know about this? Like, like why? Like, are you a chef? Do you have a business background? Like, like, what do you really know about it? And uh, so I guess he ended up coming out to Vegas somehow. And now he has a company out here and uh, they've done some weird things. I'm 99% sure of like, kind of try to, yeah, like infiltrate and like ask questions and like do weird things. Mm. But um, anyways, they deliver once a week. Where we deliver twice a week because we don't want to give you meals on Sunday that are going to last you till next Sunday. We don't want you reheating food on Saturday, eating a salad. Yeah. That's, that's been sitting what I'm, in the fridge for, for seven days. That's kind of
2: what I'm doing you know? right now. Yeah. Um. And and, and I'm not going to lie. A lot of it was is like vegetables. <clears throat> right. And it. I don't know, man. There's something about reheating vegetables yeah. after they've been in the fridge for like
3: four or five days. Well, see, that's the thing. That's why I was talking about the meal prep, that it's a different game. Right. So like what you're supposed to do. It, so what kind of vegetables are you talking about?
2: About, like, uh, what was that one I was telling you? Uh, There's broccoli, there's carrots in it, there's um, okay, Brussels sprouts. Okay, is
3: it frozen or are you cooking it?
2: Uh, it's not frozen, it's made like ready to eat, and then I just put it in the but is it already cooked? Yeah, it's already cooked. Yeah, see,
3: that's that's the problem. So, with broccoli, we don't cook our broccoli, and people when we deliver it to them, they're like, What the fuck like, you guys just serve more broccoli? I'm like, Crack the lid, put in the microwave, and reheat it for two and a half minutes. If you do that with your food too the moisture from the other foods are going to uh-huh. steam the broccoli. So it's going to be fresh. It's going to be crunchy. It's going to be steamed. It's going to be really good. Now, if somebody doesn't know that they're going to cook broccoli and then put it in the, in yeah. the container.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I just have like one of my homegirls. She, yeah. she, meal preps for me. And right. It's pretty cheap. Like, like, you know, it's not like a super expensive thing. Right. Um, but she, she, she does her own meal preps. Okay. So I'm just like, well, how much would you charge me to do mine? You right. Know? Right. Well, um, no, no more. I want to take care of you now and I, or or i can give her some
3: pointers either yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. but there's things like that you know like the broccoli uh asparagus doesn't hold well when you when you cook it and then you try to store it so there's little tricks and trades like you know where people who are turned off by the idea of microwaving food it's right. because it's the food is not being cooked to be microwaved right. the food's being cooked to be eaten fresh if you're going to make food to be microwaved, you have to prepare it specifically for that. Right. You know, so there's a little bit different techniques and,
2: and I feel like that's always been my biggest reason why I don't do meal preps. Right. Because the whole reheating process and it's not, doesn't yeah. have that taste. And then maybe it has a little bit of still to it. Right. So you, so you know, you, you, yeah, you, you, you crack and open you're, that container you're not of enjoying, broccoli. It yeah, stinks, man. You're not really gross. enjoying it. Broccoli already fucking yeah, smells you know, like exactly. I so mean, I'm, I'm, I'm already it. like yeah. not the biggest person on, on vegetables, but like yeah. when it's like, has to be like, it has a smell to it too. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah.
3: It, it, can, it can ruin the experience. But yeah. There's just different ways to do to do it the right way, and it's all trial and error, man. Like, you know, I I've I've made so many mistakes along the way of yeah. how to prepare food, how to deal with clients, shipping. We had a you know the mountain from the Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. So he was one of our clients the first time out in New York. Oh wow. What? Yeah. I'm six foot four. About right now I'm probably two sixty. I I'm standing next to this guy. And he, I think he's six foot eight and like 375, something ridiculous. He's huge, bro. Man. He makes me look like a baby.
2: Have you seen his girlfriend or his yeah, wife? Yeah, she's tiny.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tiny. Crazy. You know what's funny, that dude? crazy. So I, I deal with a lot of bodybuilders, yeah. and a lot of them have tiny, like the biggest guys have the tiniest girlfriends. Why is that? I don't know if it's is like, that, a, is I don't that, know if is it's that just to like make a, them look bigger. <laughs> or it could be a
2: dominant I don't know what it's the like fuck it is. like girlfriend's an accessory, bro. And they're Dude, just walking around like, nah, hey, here's my trophy. It, 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 <laughs> probably just
0: like it could be subconsciously. So like, oh. but, yeah.
3: but it's very weird. Like, the like really big guys have, like, really tiny girls. And it's like, oh, that doesn't make sense, but okay. That's or maybe crazy. they're just
0: that big. It's, oh, no, no, like, no, no. These, no, like no, little no. Little these girls,
3: Let's like, one of my friends back home, like he's, four? he's huge. And his girl was, like, literally, I think... So Mike is like six foot four and probably like two hundred and eighty pounds. He's like jacked, bro. Yeah. Like bigger than the Rock, super jacked. Damn. And his girlfriend's I think five one, maybe, and like oh, a hundred and ten pounds. She's tiny, like super
2: damn. tiny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, have you ever seen Shaq? Seen
0: Shaq? Yeah. Yeah. A picture and, of that and Shaq and that
2: tiny, one girl, bro. Tiny, right? Bro, bro that she looks like that could be his daughter, bro.
0: Yeah. Like, but no, trips me out. Have you yeah. seen Shaq near Yao Ming? Yeah, oh, how, yeah, how much bigger Yao, Yao Ming is? is yeah. Huge. Yeah, is. I was like, I think he's bro, what seven foot seven. Yeah, like seven. Bro, when he made Shaq look tiny, Jeez I was like, Christ. wait, what? Yeah.
2: I saw an episode like, of Hot Ones with Shaq, bro. Yeah. And he's eating that chicken wing, bro. His hands are so huge. Yeah, yeah. I'm like looking at him. I'm like, bro, what? Like, no. I, I think he was he was holding a basketball. He was holding a basketball on Hot Ones. He wrapped
3: the whole. Thing. He wrapped his <laughs> whole
2: fingers around it. I'm like, yeah. whoa,
3: bro. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a different type of human being, man. But uh, so the guy, the, the, the mountain, <laughs> yeah, the mountain. He, he ordered from us.
0: And he, real quick, uh, for, for anybody who doesn't know, the mountain is who exactly?
3: Thor Bajorson, Thor something like that? Mm-hmm. He's he, got a he's, weird name. He's the mountain on the Game of Thrones. That's yeah. his character. And and if it, you just
0: Google the mountain well, game of world Thrones, World's Strongest Man too, right? And in,
3: in real life, he's won the World's Strongest Man like, he, he, like he, a he whole bunch of times in the past couple of he years. He's a beast.
2: He broke that Viking record, right? Which, which, which the, one? The, the log? He lifted he,
3: He's he's a world record holder In so many things I
2: think he lifted The log that was I think I don't want to exaggerate a But thousand? it was like It was a thousand Or twelve hundred pounds yeah, And crazy, he broke bro. He broke that record yep. But here's the thing though Like if you look at Where he's from Oh these um, he are from Iceland or Greenland or yeah. whichever one, whichever shit. one has. They're, they're Vikings. Like, well, yeah, they're Vikings. Yeah, you know, if you look yeah. at anybody on that island, bro, like uh, they're they're all yeah, strong men. Because it was born and
3: born and born and bred there. Exactly. Because back in the day, Vikings, you know, like in the culture, it's like Spartans and stuff. Like, if you were weak, you died. Yeah, and you they, got kicked out. They wouldn't help you. You know, so like if you were a weak child or a weak baby, it was like you're not going to make it. So the yeah. strongest survive and that's how you get that. The whole culture is just people who have survived that that genetic lineage of yeah. survival, you know. But nice, was, nice goddamn people. Bro. I've, I've met a couple of them. <laughs> fucking nicest dudes in the world, bro. I, so I used to cool. think
2: it was made up when you see like Spartans and you saw the movie 300 how the, yeah. how the kids got thrown into the wild at the age of like six or something. Yeah, I think they really did that shit. <sighs> I so- think they did.
3: I
0: would yeah, I survive. I'm
2: not built to survive like that, bro. i will yeah. be honest with you. But see, I would. <laughs> I got
0: lucky. <laughs> if if that was really the way they did shit, I would have ate the baby. I know that sounds terrible, but like you know, <laughs> um, like this is you're talking wait, about. What? What? You're talking <laughs> <What>? about <laughs> what? 1400. Like when they were they were killing babies, right? So it's just like okay, I don't well, think they were.
3: Ki- well, maybe yeah, I guess they were. They were like throwing them off the yeah. edge. Yeah. Of I know, they they I know that were, was they they a movie were. They were discarding
0: though. them. That was a movie. But I mean, yeah. I I would put them to like. I'd put them to work. I'd be like, okay, you can work on the farm at least. No,
2: you wouldn't. You say you would eat it. Well, or eat them. Why? I mean like, because,
0: I bro, why are you eating babies bro? Bro, here's the this thing is if I lived in that time it's Come
2: gonna be his now. own video yeah. right here he's <laughs> <gonna laughs> eating babies bro. and that's it it's yeah. Gonna, yeah. gonna be like yeah. I, I need a baby
0: that's, that's gonna be a
3: really weird <laughs> clip man that's <laughs> oh gonna be God. if I, thought I had those babies <laughs> I would eat them and that's yeah. it I live
0: with this guy <laughs> and then just yeah. cut it
3: up <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta watch your back man lock your door now yeah
0: hide your kids hide your wife. hide your babies
3: Jesus Christ you guys are terrible so this this guy I knew it was gonna get weird I didn't think it was gonna get this weird yeah
2: no so so, so when, it, when it comes to meal preps, yeah. um, there's the, I'm sure you you know that there's different fads, there's different diets, there's different things that people like, right? Yeah. Whether it's like they... Um, you know, they're really hard, carb heavy, really protein heavy, really fat yeah. heavy. Yep. Um, is there a specific type of, of cooking that you do for your meal press that you only do this or you, you don't cook a certain food? Like So
3: you, I, I don't have a nutritional degree. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had tons of experience. I actually, myself, I was 300 pounds at one point and then I went down to about 220. Oh wow. Just Good out trip. of, just out of my own dieting and, you know, just finding my own way. But I, I, what works for you Doesn't work for everybody yep. You know what I mean yep. So some people like They do keto You know what keto is right Yep, yep. I did that for I, I lost 70 pounds on keto Yeah man But it, the thing about keto Is from what I've read Is that it's not very sustainable Like you're gonna have A dramatic loss in the beginning And then after You're kind of gonna plateau It also depends on how much weight You have to lose I think
2: that's with a, any diet though You, you know with, so? any, with any diet it, the, When you first start doing it And you're yeah. hardcore into it right. You lose a lot of water weight And you lose yeah. a lot of I mean You think it's
0: because You're tricking the body And it's a new thing For the body and Yeah you yeah, like, What you're, are you doing you're, you're manipulating, you're, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I was cold right
3: now. I'm drinking some
2: wine by the way guys. We've uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we've talked to a lot of people and and we kind of have come to the conclusion that that any diet works if you stick to it. Yeah. Of course, right? absolutely. So yeah. it's and
3: like that's why I always encourage the monthly packages because when people order for one week, yeah. it's going to be hard, it's not going to be easy. Right. You're going to be like, ah, they might do
2: it for a week yeah, and then stop for a week.
3: But when you do it for the month, you're you're already accounted for. It's coming. The meals are coming, the food's coming, it's going to be there. It's 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 going to be available. Right. It's always about just having having the discipline and like it's really having the discipline because if you have the food there, it's going to be very easy for you to stay on track.
0: No excuses. Yeah, no excuses. Like, okay, you yeah. pay
3: you pay on the 31st. Well, your meals are there for the 1st to the 30th of the next month. Right. You know, and and that's when people get results, you know, because right. because they stay on track. Like you were saying, people who stick who stick to their programs. Right. And yeah, we have the keto diet. We have uh, carbs. We have a whole bunch of stuff. We have some fighters, uh, some athletes I've worked with, you know, the mountain. And the reason why I brought him up was because so when he posted for us, we had orders from like Iceland, like from Europe. People ordered from Europe on our website oh, damn. All, all, all over the country. We had to refund those for sure. Oh, so wow. they were paying for it. And yeah, they
0: were buying it. We, so you had it, to say yeah. U.S. only after a while. I think I don't know
3: how we ended up doing it, but we did try to ship like one guy in Tennessee. We didn't have shipping calculated and he paid like two hundred forty dollars. And and we tried to ship in the meals and then and it, it didn't work the meal yeah, we didn't know what we were doing ass meal, God so damn. we probably sent about two hundred dollars worth of meals and had to refund the two hundred forty dollars in shipping so we lost like almost half a thousand dollars on that one thing <laughs> yeah yeah but uh. I'm sorry. What were, we, what, were we, what were we talking about?
2: Uh, just kind of going. Uh, have you? Uh, I was just. I was asking primarily if you guys like only cooked a certain type of meal or a certain kind of like diet. You know, yeah. we, you, we you, cater if you if you did keto or not things like that. Yeah, we we cater to whatever your needs are. Uh, we have a new menu every
3: week or every two weeks yeah. where it's going to be half keto and then half are going to have carbs, but they're going to be they're going to be clean carbs. You know, right. glu- uh, rice, potatoes, um, gluten free pastas, stuff like that. Uh, and that's another thing that we do differently than other people that I feel keeps me really on the ball is like creating a new menu every week or two. It makes me have to be engaged. You know, like nobody wants when you start cooking the same thing for months or weeks at a time, you you know, it's not exciting. It's not fun. Right. So th- the product is going to be the product is going to suffer from that because you're not being passionate about it. You right. know, when we make the new menu, it's like it, it makes me be a little bit more p- prolific and and I love the challenge, man. It makes me super like excited, you know. Like, actually, I'm making a new menu tomorrow, maybe tonight. So real quick, uh,
0: yeah. When do you change up the menus? What's like the?
3: So we usually do uh, every Thursday or every other Thursday. Oh wow, that's yeah. tight. Cause yeah, that's yeah. one thing
0: with me, like, cause yeah, you don't want to eat the same stuff. I, um, I'm not the. I don't like vegetables. I'm mm. really shitty with like food, right. so I do powdered drinks. You know what I mean? I stick strictly with yeah. that because I know it's better than me going to fucking. Right. Del Taco, right, right. So right. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this, uh-huh. and then just do some of my powder drinks. But it, it's that that boringness yeah. that really gets the, me. Re-
2: repetition, man. Oh. see. Yeah. And here's here's my thing. I'm very good with repetition, like with uh, with eating the same thing all the time. Yeah. Like so, when I was doing keto, every day I had sausage. I had two eggs. Two eggs, two sausages, and two bacon. Okay. Every breakfast, bro. Okay, Every breakfast. That that sounds that's, good that's, every that was, that's a good breakfast. Yeah. You know what that, I mean? That's a pretty that good, good breakfast. I, that's very cholesterol heavy, but uh, whatever. No. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's keto. It's it, keto. You can't have it all. It's keto. Uh, so I would have that at 7.30 in the morning. Right. And then I would have I would have four four or five ounces of pork belly right. with broccoli and cauliflower for, okay. for lunch at 12 o'clock. And then outside of that, I didn't eat. Right. I would fast from, from 1230 that day to the next morning at so, 730. So you were morning. doing
3: intermittent fasting.
2: So I was doing intermittent fasting yeah. too. Yeah. So I don't know if that has a lot to do with why I lost so much oh, weight yeah. too. And I was also going to the gym like yeah. t- once or three, three to four times a
3: week. Well, you, you were crushing it then because yeah. you, you're doing everything yeah. that intermittent I, I, fasting. So, so important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I always so the thing about intermittent fasting is you you know like should I explain to people like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. definitely so what it is is it's a it's a eight hour window ideally eight hours but actually if you can get it smaller than that like six or five it's even better Mm -hmm. but eight hours is kind of more realistic because people want to have their breakfast their lunch and their dinner and you can manage that in eight hours but the reason why you want to eat inside those eight hours is because your body your body has a metabolic window where you're going to be breaking down and processing foods at a much faster rate. After that eight hours, it kind of slows down. Your body is not able to break down fats and store food properly and process things. So pretty much if it's, it's also very forgiving. So in those eight hours, if you have a cheeseburger in those eight hours, it's going to be a lot better than if you have a cheeseburger, you know, 13 hours after your fast meal, your first meal. And sometimes people actually do that. Like I'll talk to them about like their schedule, like my sister, She's a, you guys, especially girls, do you guys ever know girls who are like, I have to eat in the morning?
2: Yeah. Like, unless they're super cranky. Yeah.
3: Well, that's how my sister is. But then if you're eating at 6am, then your last meal technically is supposed to be at Mm -hmm. 2pm to be in those eight hours. And the real way to do it is uh, what I try to do myself is, um, you want to fast for a couple hours in the morning for like three to four hours in the morning. Let's say you wake after, up at, after, after you wake up after you wake up. So say you wake up at 7am, you don't want to eat until like 10 or 11, you mm-hmm. know, get your body going. You know, you're going to have a lot of energy you, you, you have significant uh, jumps in your energy also, not only your, your metabolism, but if you have your first meal, say 10, 11, then your last meal can be, you know, uh. 6 or 7 p.m., right. which is more realistic than having a first meal, you know, because you only have wow. those eight hours, right? you know, and some people, they're such beasts, like they can get down to like four hours mm-hmm. and they're eating crazy in those four I hours. I mean, Kim was doing 24
0: hours sometimes yeah yeah, Real, I doing, yeah. I was doing I was doing. like that's a straight fast on, on a daily basis like, yeah. I was doing
2: I was doing 18 16 to 18 hours wow uh, but it got it did get to a point this was inspired by one of my friends he does a 24 to 30 24 to 48 hour fast wow but he's very on that psychological like <laughs> yeah. spiritual and all. yeah, yeah that, like, that stuff
3: apparently I've never done
2: that but apparently it's super it's, beneficial it's trippy man yeah uh, the first time I did 24 hour fasting yeah it, like I remember specifically at 21 22 uh-huh. hours bro I was dying I was like i need to get some like i, I was yeah. getting to a point where of desperation where i need to get some food in my stomach mm-hmm. but then once it got to uh 23 24 mm-hmm. it went away yeah, i you're, was you're, not hungry it's like again
0: that, uh, what's that thing called when you run the second breath or second wind second wind second win. Like yeah because like the one thing that i'll tell people like you gotta really know your body and know know what you're doing like mm-hmm. if you go into a fast <laughs> I, I realistically say don't come straight from like shitty foods and alcohol right. or drugs or whatever you have in your body. Cause that's yeah. all going to come out. Yeah, that's what fasting yeah. kind of is. It's yeah, kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's a detox. Yeah. It's a detox in your body. Yeah. So you have to understand like, Yo, maybe go into a fast kinda light, you know? Yeah. Like drink juices, eat vegetables, do it something clean because right, right, you right. will feel it. You'll get yeah. really Instead bad headaches. Jumping right into the fire. Yeah. yeah. You'll really cause I get super bad headaches. Yeah. If I, th- I, just I think that could be
3: really I think it could be dangerous too. Yeah, like that's just stressing you know, your body out, yeah, technically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your body, your body's uh a, it's a machine, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's used to operating a certain way. So when you just completely change it up, it's like, what the fuck are we doing? you know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's why um you you actually so back to the dieting thing. We actually encourage, like when clients want to sign up, we don't tell them do seven days a week because that would be more meals for them to order, which means more money for us. But that's not not the most sustainable. You know what I mean? You're going to drive yourself crazy if you have to eat strictly healthy you know 24 7 all the time you don't give yourself a break so and actually they say uh, cheat meals are good for uh, manipulating your metabolism because it's going to jump start your, your body's going to think okay we uh, we have to start burning these fats and like you know we have we have to start revving up mm-hmm. and then it's then when it goes back down it, it's gonna it's gonna process foods much better because it had that jump you know what i mean uh this sounds like total bro science but i have some experience in this <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> now i think there is there is there is some 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 you know there's good reason to do like cheat meals, but, it, yeah. but I think where people mess it up is when they turn a cheat meal into a cheat weekend. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? it like,
0: every every Taco yeah. Bell every day.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or like they'll eat something bad for breakfast and then right. eat something bad for lunch and then uh-huh. they'll eat something bad the next day. It's like, it just keeps going. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, one meal is not going to set yeah. you back. I'm a in victim of it, man. I'm a victim yeah. of it. Me
3: like too. when I came out here, bro, I'm living yeah. with my girl now and it's like, we eat we eat bad all the time yeah. and then I'll be like, okay, you know, i want to get back on my diet and I'll do it for like three days and <laughs> yeah. I'll feel fucking great by the fourth day. But then just that one, that one decision to say, let's get pizza tonight. Yeah. Then the next day it's like, yeah, you know, I can go for some Chinese. Like it, it, yeah. it, it, that have the bad habits start again too. You know, it's like, you think you can just take that one meal, but oh, it takes, it takes really discipline
0: do, to stick to I do to that. like like that one thing I heard. It's like why we, why we have that gluttony or yeah. whatever is right. just because the survival in us uh-huh. was back in the day, you know, try Like this is caveman time, whatever you want to call it. Right. And um, when we found food, mm-hmm. it was, that was the only time you're ever going to get food right, for the right, next right. six, seven days. Y- so you're, it's you're like pursuing you, it. you have to eat it all. That's why right. people have that urgency to eat as much as possible on their plate huh. because they feel it's a survival thing almost. Right, right. Which it's that could be bullshit, but. No, you know no, I'll, I mean? tell
3: you, I'll tell you a funny story. So when I, I told you I lived in Florida for a year, When I moved down there, one of my best friends just got out of prison and uh, he was in prison, I think for like five or six years. He was in there for a while. Then when he got out, he told me to come live with him. I had nothing going on. So I came down there. But one thing I remember, I'll never forget the way he used to eat. We would sit down and eat at a restaurant and he would scarf up the plate in like three minutes. And I'd be like, dude, like... Relax eat. Like like enjoy your food yeah. <laughs> But he was doing that Because in prison your Those survival instincts wow. Come up So there you go you, The only food you're gonna get Are the meals that they're providing you You know right. what I mean Like, And it's gonna be rationed Like you you can't have, You don't have endless supplies to food So it's important that and you And it's eat also it.
0: gross probably
3: Yeah he used to tell me Well actually he, he came back Making some bomb things He made like some sausage and biscuits That mm-hmm. were like cheap ass ingredients But they were fucking amazing But yeah he, he, used, to, he used to eat like that And I, I think it's the survival thing You know
0: mm-hmm. It's just like oh damn This is all I'm gonna yeah, get Yeah so I need I
3: i and, and ain't nobody else gonna get this food this is my food so i'm gonna make sure i get it you know I right. used to trip me out i used to tell him like dude like relax bro like you're home like like you don't have to be like that he's <laughs> like "No, nah, man i just I, I like eating like this I'm like all right <laughs>
2: Damn,
1: Yeah.
2: so so you so your clients would you say are mostly people who are in the health industry as far as like you know they're athletes or they're working
1: power lifters or working
2: out
3: no nah, man they're actually mostly the blue collar regular people really yeah um you know, nurses,
2: uh, people who work in offices, mm-hmm. um, and why do you think people have found a new lifestyle in 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 meal preps? Because it's so
3: convenient, you know. What I mean, like it's and depending on who you get it from, the food like our food, I believe, is really good. Because mm-hmm. I'm a she- before anything, I'm a. It chef. It looks amazing on the website. Thank you. Yeah, I- I'm a chef before anything. Before I'm a businessman. Before I'm here to make money. Before anything, I'm a chef, so I want to make sure I'm putting out good good product. Um, so the food quality is really good. Uh, the convenience aspect you keep your kitchen clean you know it's delivered right too you don't got to go grocery shopping it's you know and and if you do the right packages it could save you money and if you calculate the money that you're spending when you order out like if you guys go on a Grubhub right now just try to order a salad. <gasps> Try to order salad. It's going to cost you about fifteen
2: dollars with delivery yeah. and everything. I'll tell you, you know what, what I'll mean? do right now, though. I'll make yeah. a new account. Uh-huh. I'll use the one hundred dollars. Yeah, off
1: yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. We, yeah. Go. there, there we go. go. That's right.
3: <laughs> that, that's that's laborious, but hey, if it's worth it, you know. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: yeah.
3: It's, it's it's really a convenient uh thing, and also it actually kind of creates a, c- a community too you know cuz like when people shout us out in their stories we share that and i'll notice like when i click on somebody's profile like oh this person's following that person and right. I, and the only way they know each other is through our social media cuz like they'll be right. like on opposite ends of the, uh, opposite ends of the country right so it kind of like you know it, it forces people to kind of have this community of like healthy eating and just
2: right. you know uh, plus i think i don't mean to cut you off oh, sorry, yeah. but i think there's also like especially in vegas yeah and this may be different in different parts of the world, but in Vegas, man, there are so many options oh, yeah. when it comes to eating out. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, it's it's 24 hours. The food here
3: is so good, too, yeah, man. Yeah, first of all, it's, really good it's mostly Vegas.
2: 24 hours to a lot yep. of places. I mean, if they close they close at 1, 2 in the morning. Yep. Um, but the fact that you can drive down the street and drive have 30 different options on one side of the street. Right. You know, there's a McDonald's on every corner. Yeah. And it's so cheap. And now it's, McDonald's, is you know, now
3: McDonald's delivers to you. You know, like you on Uber, Talk about oh, delivers yeah, yeah. now yeah. too. Every everybody, everybody does, man. <laughs> Convenience is is the is the way of the world now. You know, yeah. making things available uh, easier. To How more, fast? How more, fast can you get? This? Yeah, more simplistic. Like we are actually trying to develop Change an that app. Camera angle. There
0: you go. Wait, it's been, bro. You're watching. You gotta stop watching. Ooh. That's the live stream. Oh,
2: is it? Yeah. Oh, the live stream was, it ended.
0: I don't know if you noticed. No, it's still on. demo Why would you cut us off like that? Oh so My yeah, bad. we're, 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 no, 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 we're in a fast, fast, convenient industry yeah, right yeah. now.
3: Uh, so we're trying to develop an app because uh, that's, that's how it's, it's very fluid. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. very comprehensive and people can use it very simplistically. And that's, that's invaluable in today's industry and everything, you know, easily available. Very, very. Very simplistic. You know, people don't want to have to figure things out and, and be overburdened because everybody has so much shit going on already. You know, the last mm-hmm. thing you need to do is, is have to call and ask you questions. How does this work? How does that work? And yeah, right now exactly. we kind of have to deal with that yeah. because meal prep is, is fairly new. People are like, what the fuck? Like, how, how does this thing work? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's all about convenience and, um, it, as long as the product is good, it's going to make your experience easier. Like so many people, that's my favorite thing, man. When I get a new client and they're like, God damn, like this food is fucking good. And it's like, well, yeah, it's food, food that's made for you is supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. You're not just supposed to be eating grilled chicken and brown rice and broccoli, you know, just because that's simplistic and healthy. See, It's crazy. That,
0: that's what scared me with meal preps. Cause yeah. a lot of people were cooking that. and I was like, Damn, I just don't want to eat steak and chicken yeah. and asparagus every single time. And you can you know? even
3: you can make that, but you have to put a put a spin on it. You know, prepare yeah. it differently. Spices, you know. and yeah, sauces. Like there's our menu is kind of repetitive in the sense that we use a lot of the same ingredients, but it's never the same meal. It's always different. You
0: know, See, that's what I like.
3: Yeah. 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 that's, that's really key, man. People, I, I can show you my text right now. I probably had about three or four people today say, where's the new menu. When's the menu? Is it today or tomorrow? I'm ready to order. Like, cause they're, they're looking forward to that. You know, wow. they, they want to have foods a fucking experience, man. You know, like when you eat something, you should be like, excited about it you know yeah
2: you shouldn't have to make it be like oh yeah i have to eat this. it should be laborious i have like to a, eat yeah. this because i because if i don't i'm gonna eat something bad
3: yeah some of the guys it's funny like one of my boys joey he eats the meals and like he'll fucking drink the sauce out of the container i'm like well i guess that's good you know like <laughs> that's a, that's a good sign yeah we, that's we, really good yeah we we love we we i love what i do man like at the end of the day like i fucking really enjoy my business and winning my my, my work days uh, which are not my work days every day, but the, the cooking days and the d- delivery days are Sunday and Wednesday. Saturday night and Tuesday night, I go to sleep kind of like a little anxious and like excited. Like it's a challenge, you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. a, a lot of work that's got to go into it. I know it's important to people. Like I look forward to it, you know, it's and, and a lot of people, I feel like they dread their work days, you know, like fuck, it's Monday tomorrow. You know, because I remember I used to be that guy when I did construction, you know, I'd have to be on the express bus in New York City at 5 a.m., and that fucking sucked, man. Like, you know, some people, some people it's okay. But for me, like I hated it. And it, it, if, if you're not doing what you're passionate about, what you love doing, if you're not looking forward to your work, it, it's going to, it's not going to be easy. You know, like they say, if you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. I really, like I, i I fully buy into that, you know? Right. Cause I love what I I do. I mean, don't
2: get me wrong. You work. You, oh, no, I know I work, I work, yeah, my you ass work life, but, but it, you
3: don't mind it. Right. It's yeah. I, I love it. It's hard. Right. You know, sometimes yeah, there's, of course there's times where I'm like, fuck, like all oh, this and that goes wrong. But at the end of the day, like when the day's over, I feel great. You know, I, I, I it's a challenge, you know, people need to challenge themselves a little bit more in life.
0: You know, cha- I feel like challenges are really important. So one thing is like, if you guys ever expand into growing into more markets and everything, yeah. would you have to like purchase out like a kitchen somewhere? to and hire chefs and yeah, all that yeah, well that's like, that's
3: that's the goal to open up this cafe right now we're working out of a commercial kitchen that's rented yeah but uh the goal is to eventually have somebody that's going to work right next to me a sous chef and then you know it's gonna hopefully there's gonna come a day where it's time to expand and i can let that person run mm-hmm. it and kind of create the blueprint for our business we're, we're not there yet but we're trying to get there and uh yeah the goal man the goal really is to have a nationwide company with cafes and uh vegas la new york and like florida that would be ideal because then we can reach so many other people through shipping and stuff like that right yeah but it takes time man you know it takes time and it's not it's not going to be easy you know i I know that Uh
2: so i have a question um Mm. because when it comes to eating there's two different there's three different sizes people who eat whatever 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 tastes good Yeah. there's people who are vegetarian and there's people who are vegan right right how do you Prepare for all these different types of people. Like, you know, I'm yeah. sure you get people who are vegan who, are like, oh, I don't, you got to make sure that, that it's not even just not me, but it's also right. like, you know, maybe the Tupperware is like made from somebody who supports. Oh, yeah. You know yeah they're I mean? like, yeah, 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 well, well, Veganism the is a whole lifestyle. Because yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know vegans too. who, are like, oh, I won't wear this clothes if it's done right. this way or, you know, right. well, or I mean, makeup that, you know.
3: Excuse me. We use plastic containers. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure how much that's going to be a problem to vegans. I don't know if they're anti plastic, but. Nah, they're good. Uh, we have certain options like in our build your own meal where we have uh you can pick your proteins which is going to be vegan meats is going to be in there vegan chicken and vegan beef oh, so you guys have all that stuff yeah we have that in our signature menu we don't have that incorporated yet but we're figuring that out like when we have the app man it's going to be it's going to be way different than it is right now right but if somebody contacts us through DM calls us uh, emails us and tells us what they need we're going to meet what they need 99% of the time if they want no dairy no meat you know 100% vegan we can make that happen and uh, a lot of companies like you know they, they won't do that because it requires extra work. It's, you know, it's not, it's not, it's going to interrupt their process, but with us, it's like, no, we, you know, we'll take care of you, man, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's important to people to, to access everybody, but yeah, vegans, vegans can be difficult to deal with sometimes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, would you guys ever consider doing like shakes and like yeah, man, things outside of just actual food containers that are caf, meal prepped?
3: The cafe is not going to be just meal prep, man. The cafe right. is going to be like a dining experience where some meal prep companies they have storefronts, but they only have like microwavable meals there that right. you heat up. We're we're going to be cooking the food fresh there. You know, the kitchen's going to be right there. We want to have shakes. We want to have snacks. We want to have a lot of things, you know, cause right now we're on a time restricted period where we can only cook so much time. Mm-hmm. So if you have a kitchen that's open 24 seven, man, I'm going to use that shit. Right. I've been dreaming about that for years now. So when I have, it, I'm going to fully utilize it. And uh, yeah, shakes. I love shakes, man. I get from uh, greens and protein.
2: Mm-hmm. You have them. I've been there before. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah they're I get, really uh, good.
3: Yeah. I get their cat, like they're, Cappuccino, something uh, smoothie. It's fucking so good, man, and you feel so good after you eat it too. Like mm-hmm. supercharges you.
0: And those are a whole thing now too. There's like a juice place <laughs> that they have like a seven day cleanse. Yeah, and they'll give you like different juices for each day. And Yo, I'm like, damn, and it's expensive. I was like, yeah, you guys are fucking. But why, that's, why that's, that's not stuff that's not s- sustainable though.
2: Why is that stuff so expensive? I don't know. Well, why it, is it, it? Why is it more expensive to be to eat
3: healthier? It it could be you know their packaging or something involved. But at the end of the day, it's 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 not it doesn't take much to go into the into the pro, the product you know so i'm not, i can't really tell you why because i don't make those yeah but um yeah i'm not sure i'm really not sure and do you
0: guys uh do you know a lot about like the nutrition stuff like when you blend a drink yeah. to pressing a drink Right. like all that stuff where they say like oh and uh what is it ox your body doesn't absorb it as good. Antioxidants. Yeah. Yeah. Because because no, no, it. oxidization. Like yeah. basically when you leave a vegetable out or exactly. a fruit out, it, yeah. the oxygen takes the nutrients out from it, you know, yeah. over time. That's why yeah. apples turn brown. Hmm. So do you know like, because I swear, I think it's like the time of too much information. Yeah. And a lot of people still don't know stuff yet. Well, and they're just there's, saying there's things. information.
3: So you guys know what confirmation bias is like whatever you want to believe, like whatever you're looking for the answer to be, you can find that answer. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want the actual factual, you got to go to scientists. You know, that's that's when people ask me about food. I always I quote scientific type shit like, you know, like like what I've heard from scientists, you know, like how how things work and how how things function and the, the juice blending. So what I've heard about that is that because you're breaking down the fiber like the yeah, fiber actual the materials part part. That your body doesn't absorb it, it it passes through too quickly for your body to actually fully absorb the
0: nutrients but you get some of it right you get some of it for okay. sure
3: but like if you eat the food itself while your body's breaking yep. it down it's also it's also digesting it and, uh, and absorbing it a little mm-hmm. bit more where you're going to pass it through quicker if
0: it's a juice because it just trips me out because they even say like oh when you cook yeah cook your asparagus or your broccoli yeah that takes out the nutrients because you're heating it, it up and it at does. a certain it, level of heat you're too, 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 a
3: little bit. Too yeah, little see, that's bit. why you're I get confused. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I you're don't. still going to get nutrients in food if it's cooked. You're just going to get more if it's raw. But if you yeah. fucking eat, take a bite out of a Ugh. raw piece of broccoli, it's not very enjoyable. So sacrifice a little bit of nutrients yeah. and, and enjoy
0: your food. That's what I say. Because I know my powder drinks, for yeah. sure, they have a lot of good stuff in it. Right. But I know 100% my body isn't absorbing at all. Right, right, I can right. tell you one thing, though. Yeah. I'm, I feel better when I do that than I fucking go eat. Yeah del taco of course or taco bell that's what i always outweigh I'm it's like
3: it's like sludging your system sometimes mm-hmm. you know man and i i myself so i got off my diet and now i'm getting back into it and just the couple of days you feel the difference like you know your body's like this is what we're supposed to be doing you know mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be eating shit all the time and you know people have bad habits like eating right before bed is really bad for you you know um yeah so bad i heard about that i heard yeah. that you're
2: supposed to wait at least three hours yeah before you go to bed and it does yeah. make sense. Uh, Why? Yeah, you're not, you know? yeah,
3: you're just laying down. You're not, yeah. you're not utilizing the fuel. You know, you're just, it's just storing as fat. Yeah,
2: that's it. Same thing with like having to not look at your phone before you go to bed. Yeah, because apparently, like your phone ex- uh, puts out blue light. Oh, uh-huh. and it it trigger it it suppresses the melatonin, the natural melatonin right. in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you actually don't actually you know you don't fall asleep as fast right. as opposed to like now so, you have the phones with the yellow light then so, you're
0: so is that more of like a rem sleep cycle fuck up or is it just it sleep just has to general? do with the
2: melatonin with Damn, the because so yeah. you, you know you can actually take pills like melatonin uh, yeah it, it it helps you go to sleep right but if you're like on your computer on your
3: phone wait so you're... real quick
0: melatonin is what bro i <laughs> <laughs> No. I, I'm pretty sure. No. I'm pretty sure
3: it's a chemical. That it's a chemical that's, that's, a that's chemical chemical released. That's
0: naturally produced. Yeah, like when you
3: sleep, like when mm-hmm. you're in a deep sleep, you produce melatonin. But you can take like uh, droplets or yeah, no, I he does mm-hmm. uh. And I think that like basically your your sub your um what's the word.
2: You're, you're basically thrashing your frontal cortex with, with that chemical. Okay. It, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, you, it, you're it's kind of like, you're, like, like you're, an act,
3: you're, you're activating it. You know, yeah, like it's it's, it's kind of it.
2: like your brain can naturally produce
0: dopamine. So uh, we have melatonin dopamine, in our body.
2: But if you do a line of cocaine or you like eat yeah. some really good sugar, it right. releases that kind of Right, you right, know? right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, so, okay.
2: But yeah, sense. melatonin, it's good to take, um, but when you simply rely on it, to you know,
0: like anything, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. that's when it kind of you can have those. You can miss out on your REM sleep, or you can wake up yeah. with eight hours of sleep, but then still feel groggy. Yeah,
3: yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. I've t- i taken melatonin before, but my sleep is shit, man. And if yeah. you don't get enough sleep of melatonin, you wake up and you're like wonky, man. You're like yeah. way out of it. At least, at least I was. Like I felt like the melatonin was still in me, and like I wasn't fully awake and aware.
2: I was watching the Joe Rogan mm-hmm. podcast, and there's this one guy who actually takes a bunch of THC, CBD, and melatonin to go to sleep at night. Like guys partying. That guys partying, well, <laughs>
3: <that guy's laughs> partying well, sleep. He, yeah, he,
2: he takes it to the exact milligram though, because right. because he notices that THC will will <clears> put <throat> you, will will not put you to bed fast, right? Or I, I get it no, mixed no, up, but I, it's I like one THC of
0: them. I THC does put you yeah. to bed fast. CBD but, helps with the REM cycle. Yeah. Okay. So with the, yeah, yeah. I, I
3: take CBD, man. I, I like live off CBD, yeah. bro. I need it because I had a bad deadlifting injury. Ooh. So I have sciatica now. And What's that? Uh, sciatica is, so basically it's like a slipped or a bulging disc yeah, and it's, it's, it's the base of your spine oh. and that nerve tra- travels down your leg. That's what my dad has. So it creates pains in like the back of your, your knee Ooh. and like the back of your leg. It's really weird, but it's all from your spine and, uh, It was really bad when I had it. And then I started taking CBD. And like now I take it every day on night and day.
0: You do the tincture?
3: I do the tincture, yeah. Got I think 25, 2,500 milligram tincture. What company Ooh, do you go we through? You actually had the guy on your podcast. The guy. Oh, from, Harmony uh, and CBD. So see, legal buy legal meds. Oh, buy oh, legal Joe, meds. Oh, Joe, Joe. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He was. I I listened to that one. Yeah. Okay. That guy, his story story is excellent. And uh, if I miss that for like two days, bro, my sciatica starts coming back. Yep. Uh, I have to, I have a toothache that comes back. Like CBD is like one of those miracle drugs. Like it's curing more shit than you know. Yeah. You know, it's it's anxiety levels, uh, sleep, like you guys said, and mm-hmm. just focus everything. I, I love it. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Medication, man. It's another thing. Like fucking, so many medications now, man, for everything. Like, have you, you have know? you tried
2: those in, those back injections for your sciatica? Because they have what, those the stem cells. Uh, no, <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> go yeah, down yeah. that rabbit hole, man.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but, I, I haven't. I haven't. I, my, I went to a chiropractor though. Oh, you did. Yeah, and he didn't do shit. No, nothing. I went to him like two or three times, and people were like, "Oh, it was just a bad chiropractor." You better I believe like, he charged you for it too. No, so he actually was one of my clients' neighbors, and the first time was free. The second and third time, he charged me. Oh, Okay, so it was like it was like fifty bucks for like half an hour or something like that, or yeah. an hour. But it was uh,
2: didn't do anything, man. How do you kept- feel? How do you feel about natural healing? Let, letting crystals come and oh. take over your body I, and I dated a girl that was into that stuff and oh I was just like geez, she would have a crystal necklace on all the time like <laughs> the energy of this place is very strange I'm like you're very strange hey
1: man look <laughs> look yeah.
0: I'll
2: say like I, I won't Poor knock girl. it but it's just not for me bro Yeah, I it's
0: say not, that whole thing is me. to me I believe more than anything it's the placebo effect and I know people hate <laughs> that word so much but yeah, I always gotta bring yeah, it, it it's up 100% but I can say it if you want to say more confident it's the power of the mind and with the power of the mind you can accomplish yeah, anything man. i think yeah. you can be anything if yep. you really believed in it yeah that's why when you see ghosts yeah because you fucking believe they, they the know. fuck out of that ghost uh, and it's gonna come it's gonna 100%. come 100
3: people have ex- different experiences and it's like you know it's it's, it's all your interpretation you know like if, if mm-hmm. you believe something happens then you you can convince yourself of
0: crazy stuff and what does that mean know? like it's not like you, saying that it, it didn't happen yeah but it was a real experience. You, yeah, you can't you can't say that that didn't technically happen because you felt that way and you mm. it, it, it gets kind of weird like how how strong the mind can get. Yeah, yeah. That's why like there's, I different, like
3: there's 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 different types of human beings. Like you guys know who Wim Hof is? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You guys know who Wim Hof is? So Wim Hof is uh this guy. I think he's from uh, like Sweden or one of those places and uh he does polar like like dives into ice water.
0: Oh, that, he, the, the guy, oh. I oh. Just he, watched he, he, he does the breathing yeah. technique. Yeah. yeah, I do that in my pool. I go in yeah. my pool I and I just said, sit there. I think you
3: sent me the video, right? Yeah. yeah. Guy? So what he practices like different techniques of breathing and, and doing this and that, but that guy's mind is like concrete. Like he, like his belief of like everything is, that's why he's a superhuman. He's not blessed with any special genetics that make him be able to endure cold. Yeah. He's blessed with a heart, an iron concrete mind mm-hmm. that he can just say like, like this is like, you know, he, he can deal with things a lot differently. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a lot, a lot, that's man, pe- people got to really start tapping in because that's the whole thing of challenging yourself, you
0: know? Yeah, I and, believe all humans have it. Yeah,
3: everybody's capabilities. Once, once you've done something one or two times, you okay, I can do that. Well, what else can I do? Then when you start uh, conquering challenges, you start re- tapping into your capabilities you know? And I feel like a lot of people, like they're so full of doubt and like angst sometimes because they're just not challenging. They're not proving things to themselves enough. You know, you don't have nothing to prove to anybody in today's society. It's all about, you know, showing things off and this and that. But at the end of the day, it's really about how you feel about yourself, you know? And, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Instagram. Uh, can I talk about that for
2: a second? Yeah. yeah I, was go. gonna, I was actually going to ask you about yeah. like, about your business and Instagram, and how all that works, like versus getting clients from your website and yeah, yeah social, social media. media.
3: So, I, I realized back in 2015 when I started that Instagram was a tool for whatever you want it to be. If mm-hmm. you want it to be to show off your ass,
0: validation, <laughs> <If it laughs> would, show, show off your
3: art, validation, uh, uh, networking, comedy, you know, whatever you want it to, to be, it can be. It's a tool. So I started using it at a very, very early age. I was like screenshotting menus and people. It was, it was a crazy process. Yeah. Now it's a lot better. But um, the thing about Instagram is like you can meet people and they're two different people. There's somebody on Instagram and mm. there's somebody in real life. Yep, Like they're, they're, they're two separate people. And,
0: uh, do, I'm sorry.
2: Do you mind if I excellent? Can I get a
0: glass wine? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Just keep talking. Do you
2: want me to get it real quick? Yeah. Is that way you can switch? Yeah. Okay. Go for it.
3: So, um, th- there's a weird thing like where people have two different personalities, yeah. like one on Instagram, one in real life. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'll tell you a story. So I, I was saying that one of my friend's house and uh, this is in Las Vegas. And there was some girl there and I brought over a bottle, a bottle of liquor. And, um, I think the girl might've said two or three words the whole time I was there. Yeah. But when I got there, I was like, oh, you guys, you guys need something to drink. Like I'll go to the store and get some drink. Came back with a big ass Magnum of Ciroc. The girl said maybe two words to me, right? I put the bottle down on the table. She grabbed the bottle right away, started taking selfies with it and put it on her story. Oh, wow. I didn't know who the hell this girl was, right? So I I asked my friend like, yo, what was up with that? And he's like, oh, that's this chick, blah blah blah. And he's like, yeah, she's using social media, she has a huge following. So I check out her page. She has like two or three million fucking followers. Jeez. Thank you. And, and and on her page, she's like acting like she's super talkative and like you know yeah, very yeah. very community like. But in person, she wasn't saying a fucking word. She wasn't wow, saying, she wasn't saying anything. So I, I was that. like I was like that's so weird to like. If I didn't meet her, I would think that she was somebody completely different than the person that I met. You know, and I think that 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 that's becoming a thing in society, like where. What do you feel about that? Like, isn't
0: that kind of a little
3: weird? Because you're faking. It makes me it's super like uncomfortable. A, it's like a black mirror. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. But so
0: also, is it like acting? You know, because yeah. you know how actors have to completely change their whole personality. Right. that's sometimes. true. Well, it's, that's it's, true. it's
3: it's it's a it's like the Matrix. You know, it's like you're choosing to live your life through that instead of instead uh, of through, through your, your your body. Yeah, yeah, like you know, like you're what's around you. You're in this digital
2: thing. It is. It is a. It is a separate world. The internet is a whole different world. But like you said, it's a tool. Exactly. And if she makes yeah. money, if she makes money from it, yeah. I'm not hating. But if she's, a, I hope she's happy. She, that's all
0: yeah, I. No, say. If she's happy, she was, she she's was, making a, no, money. She was a
2: nice girl. She was yeah. very quiet,
3: very shy. She seemed to be really introverted, and her Instagram was extremely extroverted. I was like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm not. I used to be, uh, I used to be most people like I would post a meme every day and this and that. Cause you get addicted to the likes. Like when yeah, Instagram yeah. first came out, I couldn't stop posting. Like yeah. I, now personal things, I kind of keep a little bit more to myself, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I don't find the need to engage on, on social media every day, except for business because I, I, I just enjoy putting my energy into into real life
2: relationships and stuff, you know? <laughs> right. Like I, not, I think that also comes with getting older, right? Yeah, 100%. Like, you, yeah. you, you take yeah. personal relationships a lot more serious, which Absolutely. is why when you're in high school, you're gonna have a thousand friends, but as you get older, yeah, yeah, you'll you narrow down, down to circle. like two or three, yep. you know yep. what I mean? Yeah. Yep. That's yep. 100%, but I also feel like social media is designed to exaggerate everything like you know we'll message back and forth Every, and I'll I, say laugh out loud I'm not really laughing out loud on social
3: know? media I have the most That's successful true. corporate business you know what I'm saying like I have the most right. I, I, everything's they, perfect they, they, you, a lot of people they don't display their failures just their successes and then right. they're magnified and I think that shit leads to a lot of the the mental illness that we're suffering in this country because by comparison People are like, well, why is it why does this person have this? Why is this
0: yeah? Like for yeah. a girl,
3: like for I can imagine what that would be Lips, like to be boobs, a, a girl ass. who's like not the most beautiful girl. Right. And then she's on every time she's on Kylie the phone, Jenner. she sees these she sees these amazing girls who are taking mm-hmm. these lavish vacations yeah. and all these things. And what she doesn't know is that those girls have the same problems that she has, you know, relationship yep. problems, family problems, health problems. But she doesn't see that.
2: So she thinks that it's just her, like you know what I'm saying? It, or maybe it, it she doesn't see that those girls that are taking vacations all the time are actually escort. Yeah, and yeah, You know, they're
1: getting <laughs> paid for those things. He put like, it out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, a lot of these girls, bro, shit. there's a lot oh, yeah. of
2: escorts on Instagram that of you course. don't know. If you of see course. them traveling back and forth, I mean, yep. they got something. Or they going just on. got like a rich fat. You know? Or maybe they did. It, yet, but man. they ain't
3: tagging that sponsor, though. Exactly. You know? That exactly. sponsor's
2: getting pissed off. You better start tagging them. There's definitely uh, <laughs> a whole study that, that's been done about it, man. And I, I heard Joe Rogan talking about it, but essentially, like, you can imagine being being a 10 year old growing up in the the, you know because he he was saying like you know back in the day we would go to school yeah we would have a hard day at school with some shitty people whatever come home and get to relax from it right right that you're surrounded by it now you're constantly surrounded by those people at school those people at work those people at everywhere you know everyone's on your phone yeah you know
3: yeah so i uh i have a family member through extended family i think he's like seven or eight and uh He's a genius kid, handsome as hell, super good at sports. He's like, he's a real phenomenal kid, but he's starting to have depression at like eight years old. What? Yeah. And I wonder why it is. But then I like, when I'm around him, he's like, he's always on his iPad, kind of like, he, he's kind of disconnected from things. Right. And I think that he's suffering from like, like a growth period, you know, of like, right. of of interacting, like getting bullied. It's just like, there's a good side to it, man. You know, like in New York, like a lot of people they'll say to me, like, or they'll, they'll be uh, they'll take me as aggressive or like rude or something yeah. it's like no, nah, I'm just hard, like we're hardened you know because like, we, we make fun of each other right. we joke around so this way if a complete stranger comes up to me and she's like you fucking tall goofy asshole I'll be like I don't give it like you know I don't care because, right. because I, I, yeah. it,
2: I'm not sensitive to that stuff you have that thick skin yeah that, but today and it's not even thick skin it's just that you know you're more desensitized to that yeah, I, I, I've, I've mm-hmm. been through it like it's, it's not it's not gonna
3: break me you know yeah. but today I feel like people are kind of discouraging things like for making people face hardships mm-hmm. you know safe spaces and shit like that like that doesn't exist in the real world when you go to the supermarket nothing there is no safe space and mm-hmm. you know when you go out to, to a restaurant you know like it, and then that, that's the whole thing of the internet like that's an that's an internet world thing that's a new thing that yeah. people are trying to dictate society it's like nah, man like you know you kind of can't do that And then people are going to backlash
2: it's actually gonna have a negative effect you know I, I also think it's because Social media and just on your phone And having access to everything <clears> Is a constant release of dopamine in your mind yeah. You know you want to see something funny You saw it and then yep. what's the next thing yep. What's the next thing and then you put it down yeah. And the real world is not as entertaining As what as having the entire world in your pocket You know what I mean But
3: it is it's way more entertaining than the real world The but, real world is way more entertaining than real right, life It's right. just it's
2: not as safe Right. You know what I mean? You have to, you're vulnerable in the real Right. World, if you, you don't know? like somebody on the internet, you can just delete, it, block, yeah. it, you know, and go away from them. Yeah. You don't have to actually interact and engage. Yeah. It is just yeah.
0: kind of trippy, like you know, like back in the day. Remember, like a lot of the big things that people used to watch most of the time is mm-hmm. drama. You know, they right. love watching reality shows and all. This. this is before, like I'd say, social media even came out. Right. There was still a lot of people looking at that. Sorry people like that because a lot of people's lives they're very basic yeah you know what i mean people don't have like especially like you know you were saying like the challenges and everything because people are afraid to jump out of their box so they want to live that norm to norm life yeah which is okay normal life is okay like yeah but you gotta love it you gotta love it you know what i mean and i I feel like you
3: gotta have something that's yours you know like something that you enjoy like a hobby or something you know but a lot of people they don't have hobbies now. This this is their hobby, you know. Right,
0: this, and that know. don't count. <laughs> yeah, man. How do you feel? It, it, it's not
2: going to get rewards. It's not going to be rewarding, mm-hmm. you know. In my opinion. How do How do you feel? You don't have any kids, do you? No, I don't. How do you feel about about parents who raise their kids, like as in using the phone as a like a a babysitter right like your kid starts crying he's 2 years old you give him the iPad you give him the phone like how do well, you feel a about lot of, that
3: a lot of those parents themselves are probably childlike minded and they're freaking they're obsessed with their phone too you know like if i did have a kid man when i hang out with kids i fucking love hanging out with kids man they're mm-hmm. so interesting and they have such unique thoughts and like you can learn from kids but if you put them inside that realm of just being stuck on social media or whatever they're doing it's like yeah you know, what's the, what's the chance that that kid's going to be an app developer or, or a website? You know what I'm saying? Like something tech. Right. Yeah. Probably right. not, probably not many, but he's not, he's also not going to have the social skills that you need to have in the real world yeah. that you're not going to get online. See, the thing is like when you're in an uncomfortable space, like in a crowded area, you have to learn like, okay, how do I calm myself down? How do I meet this? like this, you know, How do you do certain things? When you're on your phone, you're, you're in social, but you're like hiding. Yeah. Like you're in society, but you're, you're guarded. You're, yeah, exactly. It's, and that's when you get weird shit, like haters, man. Like, you know, what are they called? Trolls? Yeah. People just like, who tweet like crazy shit, like uh, disgusting things. I, I, I'll see them, you know, on Instagram, they'll have like no profile picture. And I'm like, what the fuck made that person that way? Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I generally, I don't get it. Like, I really don't get it, but that's a, that's a new thing. Twenty years ago you could not talk shit to somebody without them knowing who was yep. without them yeah. knowing. Yeah. And it's getting to that person. The people like the it's it's a it's a it's a faceless name, but it's a real comment. Somebody's really saying that to you, you know? So like people are getting hurt from it and it, it's it's so weird, dude. Like you know, I always say if I do, I, I'd love to sell my business one day. You know, I like, can go into other things. I'd get the hell off social media, bro. Like, I, 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 really don't see myself on social media in ten years. Yeah. I really don't. Mm-hmm.
2: That's it one is. of the things that I, I was tell. We always talk about the only reason we keep social media is because it's a way of getting business or yeah. finding new clients and things like yeah. that. Uh, now, I granted, like, yes, that is not all that I use social media for. Right. Sometimes I'm on YouTube and I'm watching a podcast or I'm watching like a new video, uh, a tutorial. Right. But it's always to kind of like exp- expand on, on like gain more knowledge. Yeah, right. you're That's you're what not I using, use it for. Yeah. Uh, now there is like a ten percent time where I'm just like looking at memes, maybe. Right. But it's not what I primarily use it for. Right. Yeah.
3: I mean, and it's there. Like you start scrolling, you have yeah.
2: intentions. That shit happens to me all the time. Yeah.
3: I'll, I catch myself. I'll pick my phone up to do something. Yeah. And next thing you know, I'm fucking. Um, yeah. am I'm, I'm I'm back on like. Three weeks ago, to some comments from you know, what I'm I hate that, and
0: it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's you, so weird. It's you go on autopilot sometimes. And you're like, yo, what the fuck am yeah. I doing? And then girl- you're like, shit.
3: my girlfriend, she uh, she has to, she deletes her social media sometimes, which is cool, super because, smart. because she knows about it. But when she gets back on, like, she kind of deleted for a few months. And She'll then she will go back off. Now she came back on like well, a couple of weeks ago. She's back on it. Yeah, we're like I come home like she'll be fucking scrolling. I'll say like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I know I have a problem." like She jokes <laughs> about it, but she's aware. Yeah, a lot of people they don't even realize like yeah. you really, the whole thing now. Like where you can see your your screen time on your phone. Yeah, yeah. Bro, people are my mine went down. I think it was like I'm like two hours or three hours, like two two and a half hours a day. Right, but it's I, hard though when you have your own your business exactly. based off of yeah, it. it yeah, you know? it's super hard, especially like you know, if we're out of dinner on a Friday night, and that's like my sales night. It's like. What do you do? You know, right. do you be polite and like say I'll deal with it later or and miss that potential $1,000 sale? Right. Or do you attend to it? So there's that business life. There, there's a fine there's a fine there's a fine balance to it, you know. Yeah. I have a question for you guys though, which I was very curious about. Oh, go ahead, man. How did you guys start this? Cuz this is definitely not like a a random thought. Like this this took some work and yeah. like s- s- some some real creativity
0: to you be wanna, honest. You want to answer it? Like um We'll, we'll, we'll go back and forth because maybe you have a different idea of how we started it. But a long time ago, like we, we, we've been working together for, I don't know, like six years now, seven years. Like that, we've known each other? Yeah, like known each other and like just been kind of like.
2: Yeah, six or seven so years. So yeah.
0: I'd say like when we, we opened up like this little photo studio downtown, this right. is three years ago?
2: Yeah, 2015 so
3: four yeah. years ago. You guys, you guys opened it yourself? Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. This is, uh, yeah. So how, how old are you so, guys? We started being entrepreneurs. Um, well, we, I don't even consider myself okay, yet. So, no, 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 so me, me
3: too. Real entrepreneurs, yeah. you'll never see on our bio. Yeah. Entrepreneur. Nah, you ain't right. going to see that shit because nah. we're, we're fucking just workers. Right. But we work for ourselves. Right. But I, I love that you said that. So, yeah, so the, the
2: thing is, is, uh, when I was, uh, I want to say 18 or 19 years old, <laughs> yeah. uh, I wanted to be an audio engineer. I wanted to have my own recording studio. Okay. And, Cause I love recording artists and mixing their music and putting out music, you know? Right. Uh, and I had a studio in my parents' basement. I was eighteen. I was in like high school, college, making hella
1: money.
2: <laughs> I was making I was making like four, five hundred bucks a weekend, like just recording rappers yeah, here and yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And it was enough to for me to quit my job at Radio Shack. Nice, um, but it was just that like constant. Like me, was that thinking. more than you were taking home from Radio Shack? Oh, easy. It was easy. Right? Radio Shack, you were getting paid seven yeah. fifty an hour. Uh-huh. you know, and it That's wasn't crazy. even a full time thing. So yeah. it's like you know, so I I think my lowest paycheck at Radio Shack was like maybe thirty six dollars one time. What? $36. And it's because hey, I that's probably a full day of work too. It, it was like, yeah, I want to say like, even, it was like a five or six hour shift and it was only uh, that one day that, that week. But anyways, uh, I, I wanted to be an audio engineer and I have my own recording studio in my basement. Right. Uh, is that and, why you worked at Radio Shack? To be in that environment? Nah. No. It was just, it was close to the house. I was going oh, okay. to
3: college and I was doing, you know. But well, you probably uh, got access to some pretty cool, uh, you know, instruments and like, you know, recording
2: shit. Yeah. It, Radio Shack is not as tech, tech as people
1: no, make it out it's to be. Gone.
3: Maybe back in the day. It used to be. I mean, it used to, have, used like, to keyboards be keyboards and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it I was, became
2: just like chargers.
3: But,
2: when, <laughs> I, but when, yeah. I, when, I, when I was working there, it was very like stuff from like 10 20 years ago already. Right. So it's right, like right. it was on its way out. Oh okay. um, but anyways, I had my studio downstairs in my parents' basement and then uh one of the rappers that came to record in my studio, yeah. Chuck was filming a video for him, like a behind the scenes video. Okay. So he's you're what, sixteen at the time because 'Cause I'm two or
0: three years older than you what was it yeah no, i think no, this it was, was 2012, 2012 it was right? 2012 yeah, yeah. So six seven eight six so I, I was 22 20. i
2: was 22 years old at the time I was you, like were, you were 20. 19 20 yeah, yeah okay uh and that's in i saw him like you know he's i was not connected into the whole community out here in vegas right he's one of the first people i see that has a camera and i'm like oh you have a digital camera too okay so then the artist is recording i'm over here talking to Chuck the whole time I'm like right. what kind of camera is that we're geeking yeah. out we switched okay. numbers because we, we just instantly clicked off you know yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it was one of those, you know magical things. That yeah. Are.
0: So yeah. And then ev- kind, ever you know. from like ever since from there, we kind of been doing stuff. Yeah. And then we opened that studio and then, like in that time, we were trying to start a podcast, I think, and we recorded yeah. one or two, and yeah, it just yeah. like so.
2: So we've always been big, on big on podcasts too. Okay, and uh, we we wanted to start a podcast together, but we right. didn't know what it was going to be, what we were going to talk about. So we yeah, decided. What, what, what,
3: what would you call this? Because this it, is it's weird and it's fucking beautiful, but yeah. it's, it's, it's 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 its own thing. So how would you define it?
2: If somebody were to say what's your podcast about, what would you say? what is this podcast about yeah oh yeah. we just sit down and have conversations with entrepreneurs creators and hustlers so there's, anyone there's, anyone there's no has, narrative that's going to dictate
3: like this is like we have one specific thing you're just open to pretty much open to anything yeah. and that's awesome. and
2: that's the thing is we wanted to be able to bring somebody who like yourself who is a complete entrepreneur and has a rich history and at the same time maybe next week we'll bring in a prostitute and talk yeah. about <laughs> talk about why she yeah. decided to do what yeah. she wanted to do because at the same yeah. time and we decided it was going to be a selfish thing we want to we want ourselves to learn and be entertained as much as you possible you know what i mean well,
3: that's, that's that's the whole mission of life. It's, and I think that's why you become entrepreneurs because you guys, I'm sure you know this, but for the people at home who don't know this, the thing about entrepreneurs is that we love the challenges. We love learning, mm-hmm. you know, because learning is a fucking challenge. Yeah. Learning is not easy. Question, you know everything. I mean? Question everything. Question everything, you know? Everything. So you guys, I'm, like, the, the motivation, in the back of your mind is that you're just curious, you know? Right. like mm-hmm. Like, you, you want to learn, you know, you want to pursue, you want to see how far you can take things.
2: Plus, uh, I, I feel like another secret motive that we had was that it, it was an outlet for us to meet people that we wouldn't ordinarily meet. Right. Right? Yeah. Um. So we, we have people who... Vegas is the, is the center for like people who come from all over the world. It's a, it's you know? a very transient city, right? Mm-hmm. People come for yeah. conventions from Florida, from the Dubai, mm-hmm. everywhere in the world, right? So we so by us telling them, hey, we love to like we we love your what you do, uh, we love your background. We want to kind of ask you some questions. Would you be open to be on the podcast? Right. You know, it's kind of an outlet for us to get to know them. And and, and you
3: guys are very warm and welcoming. Like, oh, thank you. Thank you man. There man. was absolutely zero weirdness coming here. It was like these are like it's like I knew yeah. you guys almost. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, It's like oh, these guys are cool <laughs> that, shit. And, and and that's
2: the thing is like a lot of people that we that we bring on here it's yeah. the first time ever meeting them, yeah. Like us right now, this yeah. is the first time meeting each other. But the fact that we're connected through this kind of thing, we where we want to get our stories out. Right. We have a history of entrepreneurship or, or you know struggles and yeah. things that will motivate other people. We bond over that. We bond yeah. over it. Yeah. You know. Right. So it, it's very it's very much uh like a family thing too. You know. Yeah. For us to get to know people, we love listening. It's so
3: awesome, man. Because you guys yeah. kept saying Joe Rogan that that uh, Joe Rogan podcast, the Bill Burr podcast it really does open your mind to a lot of things because you start feeling like you're having a conversation with somebody, you know what I mean? Like somebody's going to listen to this and they'll be like, like if I was in that conversation, like this is what I would say. It makes you kind of think about like, cause this is real social, socializing, you know what I mean? Right. So I, I think it's, I think it's fucking beautiful, man. I love it. <laughs> Thank right. you, man. And Thank I remember when I saw you guys page, I was like, this, I was like, this is something else, man. It's like, it's very different. It's very unique, you know? You, you guys, yourself are very unique, interesting guys. Thank you, man. A Hawaiian
0: shirts, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and,
3: and I appreciate guys like you, man. You know, and because there's a word you said, entrepreneurs. The other yeah. word that I feel is way too fucking overused is content. You, if you mm-hmm. post something on social media, it's content. It's content. Right, right. Okay, if you want to say so, but the work and effort and time that took to make this. To produce content is a different kind of content. It's right. real. To me, that's real content. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I, I appreciate your guys' content like and that type of stuff because right. I, I love it, man. When I'm working, half the time when I'm working, you know, I'm by myself in the kitchen usually. I'm fucking listening to podcasts. You know? yep. I'm laughing and listening to people's conversations, mm-hmm. learning about them. So, it's, I think it's important. You know, I think it's an important uh, new contribution that people are giving to people these days.
2: Right. And I think listening to podcasts like the Joe Rogan podcast is something mm-hmm. that definitely opened my mind to being like who is this guy that I would never have heard of before yeah. in my life because yep, yep. I would never have met him because he's completely far away from me or whatever right. and I'm listening and I'm understanding and I'm kind of like you know
0: agreeing with what, agreeing he's, with saying what he's saying
2: yeah. Yeah. and or, it's like you know
3: or you can find somebody that's a different hobby you know like archery yeah uh, Archery. I'm into archery now. I'm into like shooting guns and shit. And my girlfriend, I, I got her a bow. She loves, she loves archery. And I'm pretty sure she got that from listening to like Cam Haynes and like, you know, those guys on podcasts. Right. So she found a new hobby through that. You know, it's not just entertainment, it's, it, it, it can develop a different lifestyle for you. Right. You know, and I think it's awesome. And I, but I, I wonder if anybody's going to hear this and they'd be like, I want to start cooking now. I doubt it. They'd be like, I'm never going to be I a chef. Know. Well, well that's the other thing
0: too. Like people who are, into it and they love cooking but they're too afraid to take steps into that realm you know what well, I mean Be- I hope
3: I, and not just cooking I hope anybody who feels like that's that's a big message I want to get out there just because you don't have the quote unquote credentials you know the, the background the schooling doesn't stop you from being one of the baddest and best in that industry you right. know it's going to take time it's not going to happen overnight but there's different ways to get into fields than just you know the straight school. line you know yeah. school the straight line you right know, you, everybody has their own way man you know And, uh, I'm grateful, man. I've been through a lot of shit. Like, you know, I got a couple of DWIs, got locked up a bunch of times and, um, I'm just, I'm just fucking super grateful. So one
0: thing I'd say, like just tips for anybody who's listening is just like, how, how would you go going back to like the chef, the sous chef days and everything? How, how'd you confront that? Like, how'd you get into that business or that restaurant you like? Like, how'd you go about it?
3: I just, I literally, I just went on Craigslist and I saw there was an opportunity and it's cool because like I saw the name of the restaurant and then I Googled it and I was like, I could see myself working at that spot. Right. I did like yeah. a little bit of background checking, you know?
2: But did, did you ever and, fake the funk dog and like, oh, I've done this and this and that and this is going to what's God, get me into the door. Honestly,
3: I don't believe I ever lied on any resume. Mm. I really don't think. Because when I went to Gigi, I told them, I was like, I just love cooking. And I'm looking to, you know, I mm. showed, you know what I did? I showed them my, that used to be my go-to. I showed them my Instagram, the food mm. that I cooked on Instagram. That I took pictures of, oh, yeah. wow. and that was like my resume. You know, like I made this, that's I made that. Yeah, yeah. And then I, dude, I, I, I was at 27 years old, that's when I became the head chef in a Hoboken. It was a big ass restaurant. You know, 27 to not have fucking schooling, right? It's super rare. But the reason why that happens is because I, I was, I was ballsy about things. You know what I mean? Like I, I took on challenges. That, that
0: confidence. Yeah, yeah. I,
3: I wasn't ready, dude. I was not ready to have that. And my boss and my my manager, they'll tell you like. He he wasn't ready, but I still did. It. I still did. It. I learned. Like by right. by the end of that, you know, I had a weird twist and turn to it. But by the end of those six months, I was running that thing like Monster. a fucking. I
2: was running like a pro. Right. You know, like, I, and it's part of your your personality, your nature too. You uh, yeah. you 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 won't get beat down by it. You know, like the yeah. experience you had with uh. The guy who fired you because you opened the pecan. Yeah. You know, you could have been like, okay, yeah. well, I'm done with this industry. It sucks. No, I, and I think I did have that that thought for a while because it
3: was. Everybody does. It was brutal, man. Like that. It was so embarrassing to my ego. Right. Like it fucking broke me. I was like, God, I, I didn't know that could happen to me. You know, like yeah. I didn't know somebody could just shit on me in front of everybody and make me do the walk of shame. I never right. thought that would
0: happen that happened to me too, man. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't worry. Like it yeah. happened on a photo job. I was Uh-oh. like, I, and it was crazy too because like the thing is like I did this uh, job right and this is way before when I was just starting like I didn't know really anything about photography I right. charged really small amount but we weren't even shooting for this business right, right, right I was right. shooting for this guy doing the graphic oh design for this God. business I don't okay. know what he's okay? talking about yeah. so it, it, it was a lawyer guy um, and I was taking photos right oh. my flash didn't work Like, it was acting weird because I had an older camera. And I bought this camera by myself working this skate job that barely paid me anything. So, I didn't really have Is he, like,
3: sitting at, like, a desk, like, looking, like, very stern? Yeah, like, so,
0: (laughs) I was just taking photos of, like, the whole thing. He comes in. Uh I'm taking photos of him. They're looking good because, like, those rooms had light, you know. My flash wasn't working. But then we go to this other room to take photos of the employees. And I'm literally, like, I don't have any lighting. There's no windows in here. Right. So, I'm like, fuck it. I'm just starting taking photos because I'm like, wait, this ain't for the lawyer guy. It's for these graphic guys who are creating like a sample for him. Right. So, they're not even that important. They even said this. They clearly said that. But right, right, right. The guy wasn't happening, I guess. So, I'm taking the photos and this fool is like staring over me and I'm like, oh, this, is kind of, this never happened to me. I'm all new to this. And then yeah, he's yeah. like, let me see that camera. And he looks through the photos. He's like, I don't want this shit. And I was like. This is a lawyer saying. Yeah, and okay. I was like, "Wait, what? Pretty big, pretty big lawyer yeah, he, out here. He's he he like, "Yeah." See that guy? That's like, on all
3: the billboards. I'm nah, nah. Oh, okay. God.
0: God. I don't this know is. Why that guy has a nah, face? Nah, it not It was kind of weird. Nick, ne- ne- what is it? <laughs> uh, what w-
3: was? I'm not the, say the, g- g- yeah, I don't. No, know. Want, no. I don't want to say his name either. No,
0: it's not him. It's very strange. You put your face everywhere. But that fool's killing it because you know who he is. Well, you see him. You see him. You're like, yeah, yeah, or whatever. But no, it wasn't him. And he's got to He was just like, yeah, I don't want this shit. Right. You guys can go. And I was like, whoa. Now, did you get paid from that or did were you just... Well, because it was from the other guys. So, I was like, yeah, you guys can just pay me 50. I didn't know we were going to... I literally thought this was for, for you guys, not for the lawyer guy. Right, right, You right, guys right. are going to use this as a sample. Right, right, See, right. and it so tripped me out, but it made me... It, the- it did kill my, like... Whole yeah. vibe, yeah. I was like, Whoa. and
2: at the end of the day, start questioning yourself. Yeah, I was like, yourself. Damn. like, yeah. It's it's also I would say too in your defense, it's one of those days where you're in your beginning, starting out days, yeah. and it's also you don't understand communication and setting yeah. expectations, right? Exactly. If yeah. I go shoot a job right now, you better you better believe I'm asking a thousand questions, yeah. like, what right. am I shooting? Who is it for? right What rights are they going to have to these images? Yep. Like, you 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 have an agenda yep. of things to ask, right as opposed to back in the day. Oh, can you go shoot this? It's for this thing. Okay, well. Yeah how much does it pay oh, it's a hundred yeah. okay well. yeah
3: you, you become you you
0: become vetted you know like mm-hmm. you, you, you really learn from right. just hands-on yeah. and i'll tell that to anybody did, did you
3: go to any like filmography school no. or anything like that? i or
0: did everything just... from like scratch yeah. and this was before even that, youtube man. yeah like i because my homie was shooting in uh 2008 and i picked up his camera and i was like right. whoa this is dope so all, all there was was f stoppers i think yeah. forums you film know, riot on how to shoot stuff even 2008 Oh, no. i don't know yeah maybe i don't think youtube was a thing like i, I remember youtube was just literally You're right me. it was more
2: like
3: 2012 yeah so i was
0: learning photography straight up from like facebook
3: was trying 2007 2008 that was around
0: back then. yeah yeah it was yeah. It, but MySpace was still like killing it yeah, but then yeah, that, yeah. If, yeah. if you yes. think
2: about 2007 2008 on youtube uh-huh. it wasn't nowhere what it no. was right now oh, no. like, it I, was, I can't i can't
0: remember it to be honest it didn't
2: look I very user friendly remember. yeah, yeah. You know, but you used to have yeah. the rating system still. You know, uh,
0: yeah. bro, there was so that's so crazy. Yeah. Was when it was one of was square. MySpace. The resolution was it. Yeah, yeah. MySpace, MySpace bulletin boards. Good time. It
2: was more like a blog site, really. You if know? you if you
3: ever Google your name, usually like if you had a MySpace, those would be like the,
0: the top <laughs> photos of
3: you would be like from MySpace. I don't know why. But if you Google your own name, <laughs> yeah. and, like, it, MySpace photos would pop up. It's
0: the fucking funniest shit ever. <laughs> good times. The internet, man. When the
3: internet first started out, you know.
0: That was you when know? the inter- internet was innocent and. <laughs>
3: So, you know, you, you know, they say, like, we're, uh, we're like one of the most luckiest generations because we had life. Uh
0: oh. Hold Uh-oh. on. Card full. For real? Yeah, it just happened. It had to happen. In, like, the oh. last, like, 10 minutes. Uh, wait, oh, we're wait. still recording on here. Okay. So we're good. Gonna- Damn it! Damn it! What the world's smallest, smallest card. card. Did, yeah. we, did
2: we lose it's everything? A, it's a 32 gigabyte, isn't it? No, no. no. We eight.
0: we were literally like, uh I think like an hour and 46 minutes when I looked. Okay. We're pretty far in this talk too. Oh, no, yeah, this
1: man. is a two hour. But we're
0: already at two we're, uh, going,
2: we're
3: going uh, in. Minutes and then get it? We're going in. Um. I hope. I hope. I hope we really got you guys talking about your start, because I. I think people really. I didn't know. I didn't hear. On oh a podcast. yeah. Yeah. I never heard on a podcast.
0: Yeah, man. So I I hope you guys got that. Shit. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And We'll have to uh, we'll reenact it one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> this whole thing. No, we we're recording twice. We record uh one on like the the actual OB. I, I'm sure you guys are prepared
3: for it. You yeah, guys, you guys
0: have the setup. It just sucks because I don't like formatting this on the computer because stuff happens sometimes when you format on computers. It's better to format in the device. Right. But you can't really select files. What kind of card is that? Um, it's only eight gig because the thing is, if you use a bigger card on the H4ns, they they have a difficult time reading it. It's weird because it's
3: and it's actually recording the audio the audio through the top of that.
0: No, we're we're going through uh what oh. is it XLR? That's just if you want to use the mic. This is just a backup, and then we're recording through there. So we have two just in case like this stuff happens.
3: Oh, so how, how's the podcast so far? You guys think it's good?
0: That's amazing, man. It's super interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, uh, yeah, I've never like uh, sat there this and the listened to somebody. the
2: most podcast we've had. Yeah,
0: well, Joe, Joe, one, yeah. like I can't lie, like Joe Vargas had like uh, the bilingual legal meds guy. Yeah. He had a very interesting story. Like yeah, I, I yeah, like, yeah. I like good backstories that are just like okay. You
3: just- know what? I, you know what I like that guy, because so I think he 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 does a lot of uh, community like donation stuff. Like mm-hmm. he like he uh, con- contributes to community stuff a lot. Yeah. But he's also flashy as fuck on his Instagram. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Like
3: he's showing off his <laughs> new Lamborghini every, every month or two, and I'm like, okay, you know, like it, it's cool. That he, it's 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 lo- He's doing the the charity thing, and he's doing the
0: the show yeah, off yeah. thing, yeah. which I think is like I, I think it's kind of cool. I mean, realistically, like that's his marketing. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. I, like it is what it is. Like Ty Lopez does it too. You know, like he would always like Look show his books. little Lamborghini and his books, and yeah, he's like yeah, read yeah, a yeah, book yeah. a day. And yeah. but it, it's crazy. I, I've actually listened to a lot of uh, Ty Lopez. Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely he knows his shit too. You know, uh, to a certain yeah. extent, and I like it too because he's he's very humble too. He'll, yeah, he'll he'll take it, it there's back. There's
3: a balance, you know, balance. Yeah. I think everything in life is balance. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and
0: you got to know you. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like a lot of people, you can't be a Gary V, can't be a Ty Lopez, you can't be a yeah. Tolle. you can't be a Tony Robbins. You got to be you and the best of you, basically.
3: Some, some of my clients actually work for one of those guys. Uh, being the f- Brad Leah. You guys have heard of him? He's, he was on Shark Tank and stuff like that, but a bunch of guys in his office are like my clients, so I follow him, I check his stuff out. And it's pretty interesting. You know, like the, the whole motivational thing, like it definitely speaks to people, you know? Like it, you can definitely get through to
2: some people. Yeah, but I think you know? the problem is that sometimes people look at the motivational stuff and they never put it into okay, practice. We're good. Well, that's the we're thing. Good? Okay, yeah, and we're back. That's
3: <laughs> that, that that's another thing about social media is like the quotes, you know, like the... yep like the positivity shit, like it's definitely good to be positive, but also be realist, you know, like the kind of, you can't just post a quote and this, that's, Oh, well this is, this is what I need, you know? Like, Right. but a lot of people, they think like reading something or writing something like, oh that's it. Like, nah, man, like you have to translate into
0: your actual life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And realistically with that stuff, I found out for me, I have to keep on looking at that stuff, yeah. which is good. Right. You know, I need, but I need reinforcement because right. that's the one thing with Tony Robbins. Like he even t- uh, talked about It's just like, you're kind of supposed to go to his seminar and never right. come back again.
3: Right, right, right. That's like, right. His, but one, one of my friends just went to his, and a shit ton of money. Yeah, in, he's, in New York. It was a he lot. says oh, Tony yeah. Robbins yeah. Like,
0: is like, yeah, I have the same people coming back, and he's like, I don't like that because he's like, you're supposed to hear my thing. Right, right, but right. But I'm like, no, nah, it's not true either because people need reinforcement. People right. need to rehear shit. Yeah, yeah. to yeah. yeah,
2: like fifteen hundred dollars a class or like a yeah. Day a I, I
0: think he said. I think I want to say it was like. 3,000? Up, 5,000?
3: Like around 3,000. Yeah. 3,500,
2: 2,500. Per day like or that? is that per like the whole three days? I think that was a
3: one. T- I think he did like the garden or something. He did somewhere in New York, some big venue. And I think it was just one thing.
2: I don't think it was like an experience. That's thing. crazy. Yeah. Bro, yeah. I can't even pay $200 a ticket to go see a concert. Not that I can't afford it. I, don't, I just don't feel comfortable paying that much yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think some things are worth it, you know. Yeah. Some things are like you
3: know, nights games. I, yeah. I've never been to one. Yeah. But I look at the ticket sometimes, and it's like fuck, like just to get nosebleeds is like hundreds of dollars, and I'm like, I'm not sure if I want to be in the nosebleeds and spend two hundred. Yeah. If I spend a couple hundred dollars, I won't have a decent seat. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but maybe it's just the market.
2: Did you hear the uh, the 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 Raider Stadium out here that you you actually can pay to lease seats?
0: So you can have a seat the, reserved.
2: You reserved, but you still you have to buy the ticket people? to that game. You still have to buy the ticket for that game. I don't. So you pay. Wait, what? You pay a. You pay like a. I think it's like three or five thousand dollars. Okay. To for reserve that seat, no one else can buy that seat but you. But you still have to buy your ticket to that game every single. Time. So that's retarded, man.
0: That people are doing it. Make people doesn't are doing make sense.
3: it. But it does I, make sense.
2: Well, I'm guessing it's cheap. Oh, okay.
3: So I get it. So people in case they want to go to some games my seats available
0: but they might not want like so let's yeah, say yeah but what if somebody's sitting in their seat or do they not touch those seats I no think, you can't touch I those seats nobody, nobody can. else can oh, sit. Okay, that yeah. makes so sense it's like then. so
3: instead of paying 15,000 for that for that seat for all the games you know you lease it and then you could spend the extra couple of hundred to Which have makes the sense seat if you go. yeah cuz you might not you might only want to go to 3 games or 4 games a year not like 9 you know but that's yeah. I wish
0: I was into sports low-key, but I, I just I would can't. buy
2: those seats for $5,000 and then
0: sell, sell them. Yeah, yeah. I'd be well, like, that's, that's what you people do on
3: StubHub, Stubhub, man. The markups are crazy. UFC yeah. events are nuts, bro. Oh, yeah. Scalpers.
0: Crazy. Is that what they're called? Scalpers? Scalpers? Scalpers. Yeah,
3: I, th- I think they're ticket scalpers, yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, let's talk real quick Back on the whole meal prep And the whole business Entrepreneur yeah, thing Here yeah. we get a little derailed Yeah uh, where, where would you say A majority of your leads Come from when it comes To new clients Would it would it be from Instagram social media Or your website Like what would you say Is most effective
3: <clears throat> I'd definitely say Social media is uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram For hey, sure Do you do ads on Facebook We've done them a couple of times, but I, I, I got a guy now. He's actually a DJ out here. I am not going to say his name, but if, if anybody wants this guy's information to help grow their business, you guys include, I'll direct you to me. He's fucking great. He, um, I have a guy who he, he does the the social media, um, the Instagram apps, like where mm. they, they follow and like, like stuff and like mm-hmm. whatever, but it's all genuine. So it's, it's all like people in Vegas, people that are like, you know, are into fitness and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. So it's and, uh, more
2: targeted to the demographic in the city.
3: Mm. Yeah, 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 and, and uh, it's that's that's been a huge a huge tool, man. We've jumped crazy in followers, like wow. really, like really crazy. Um, wow. But as far as the thing about social media, so one thing people need to keep in mind if you have a product or if you're just advertising anything, mostly a product though, because you're trying to you're trying to dial into a specific audience that wants that product, not mm-hmm. everybody, right? So we had a you know you no know Christy Mac.
2: I've heard of that. her she's, she's a porn star Okay yeah i definitely the heard of her porn star <laughs> that yeah. she, uh,
3: she, got, you know, she got into that fight With that yeah, guy Yeah I was May gonna say and, and he put her in the hospital Right he's, I think he's serving Life in prison now It was bad uh, but, It was uh, bad Yeah she was like at, So this is back in 2016 She's probably like The biggest porn star She was like She was a huge uh, Sex symbol You know mm-hmm. So we ended up Meeting her When we were at the gym And she, we told her you know, Whatever We ended up Working with her You know Giving her uh, Free meal preps You know To sponsor us For us to sponsor her For promotion So she posted us once or twice and she got us like thousands of followers. This is back in my old, my old business, not the new one. Right. And, uh, that was cool. You know, maybe two or three people placed an order, but that was about it. And half of them weren't even from the local scene, you know, like Las Vegas. So they're outside. Yeah. They had to get refunded. I think, I think maybe all of them were, I don't even know if anybody from Vegas ordered through her, Mm -hmm. but I have a different girl, uh, back home her name is nicole and she's a boxer and she's a firefighter right she act, and she also teaches uh kickboxing lessons at cko in staten island she's just a badass a real fucking badass she chick. sounds like it yeah she is and uh she has i think at the time she maybe had like a thousand to 1500 followers and christy mack had like five million followers now nicole i i we gave her like a discount you know she's my friend i hooked her up and she paid for her meals Nicole would shout us out. Nicole got us like fucking 10, 15 clients. Like throughout right. the years, she got us like 10, to 15. Where Christy Mack got us none that were able to transfer the money. Right. And I think people sometimes forget like credibility yes. is, is the most important thing. Yes. Yep. Numbers, numbers look good. You know, like everybody, yeah. you know, that that blue check, that's cool. You know, like that's yeah. There's value in that. Right. But there's not as much value as somebody that, that somebody that people can know or a trusted source you yeah. know what I mean yeah. I, I, I credibility I
2: agree with you man because uh yeah. and I'll speak and I'll, and I'll kind of relate from my point of view too yeah um, because I always get uh women who have 20 30 50 hundred thousand followers on Instagram right and they say oh let's do a shoot Right. You know, let's do a photo shoot right. and they assume that because they have that following, it's I'm gonna like, be free. I'm gonna, yeah, it's gonna be free, and I'm yeah. gonna be dying to work with them. But they realize like, there's no I'm gonna ROI, take, I'm gonna t- there's no ROI bro. in that for me because your demographic is horny dudes, and right. none of them care about exactly. me. Exactly,
3: you know what exactly. I mean? So let me let me let me tell you what just what just happened me <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Just, and I'm not gonna say the names. Oh, uh, I'd really love to.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Put a link <laughs> in the bio. So, so
3: so so I got a DM right. I got a DM from some girl. She's an Instagram model girl, you know, fitness chick, whatever you want to call her. She shows her body in a lot of pictures. Very, very attractive girl. I think she has like 150, 200,000 followers. And she messaged me like, Hey, what's going on? I would love to work with you guys. And I'm like, Hey, what's up? That's, that's awesome. You know, what are you thinking about doing? She's like, well, what can you offer me? And I say, okay, so for, for some of our clients, we do a discounted rate you know, like y- y- you still pay for the meals, but you'll get like 30, 40%, depending on what we think your market could be, we're going to give you a very big discount. But that requires you to, you know, post and, and sharing your stories. We're not giving away stuff for free here. Right. I work too hard. I my, my product's too good. I don't need to give it away for free and I don't really need you to do that for me. But she hit me up and she asked, so that, that's what I told her. That's what the deal was. Well, she came back to me and she replied back to me to that message and said, well, I've worked with companies before who have, providing me with free food as well as paid me to post and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, that's cool, but we don't do that. <laughs> right. And also you hit me up. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah. now, so now it's like this weird time where people are feeling so entitled yeah. that they can message you. Right. I let, Hey, Hey, give me free stuff and pay me like what? Like, it, dude, it, it bothered me so much, but I still, and then she ended up coming around. She said, okay, I'll do it your way. She, she uh, got the discount, got her meals. Shout out me on a story a couple of times, but then I did like a bunch of special shit for her because I fucked up one time, right? She lives in like Arizona for a, a part-time, whatever. So she, I told her, I thought the shipping rates to Arizona be comparable to the ones in California. They weren't, they were about triple. Whoa. But that's I, so
0: weird. Yeah, yeah. But I, but
3: I, because so many packages go from Vegas to LA, that's why. Not, okay. So a, a truck every day leaves Las Vegas and goes to LA. So it's right. It's not too it's hard. cheaper. But for next day in in Arizona, it's a lot different, but I had already told this is the kind of businessman I am. This is the kind of businessman you have to be. I told her I was going to send the meals. I ate, it was like almost a hundred, it's like $85. (gasps) I I ate that. That's more than what she paid for the food. So I I ate that and I shipped it to her. Right now she got those meals. She didn't shout us out. She didn't like, she kind of said, thank you in a text, but like she didn't like there was, there was no reciprocation. I felt like, so I said, that was a red flag. And then back in Vegas, she came back and I gave her meals again and she didn't shout us again. And I told her, I was like, Hey, like, you know, what's going on? Like we had an agreement, like the reason why I give you this discounted rate, you know? And she actually thought, so it's so funny. She thought that the, she called like an influencer rate or something like that. She's like, I'll take your influencer rate. I was like, well, that's going to require you to post. And that's when she said, I get paid to post. I'm like, well, why would I be giving you a discount? As an influencer, <laughs> if you're not marketing it, like, so Sounds just, so yeah. just because you have 200,000 followers, you're supposed to get fucking a huge discount. It did. It really reared me out. And I think she's so like, I was kind of like questioning her. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not playing this game, but so many people I think do play that game. So many photographers, oh, yeah. so many photographers, especially, you know, let's shoot. It's like that's
2: a guy trying to fuck, man. You know, that guy's
3: trying to fuck. Hey, that guy's not really
2: trying to fucking create content. There, there there has been a lot of stories that came out, uh, where, where there's photographers who do things like that. And then they abuse women, you know what I mean? Or, or they'll make sexual jokes or things like that. I'm sure. And it's put a bad light on male photographers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially that free photography. Yeah. So, so that's why I never ran, like I very, very rarely Uh randomly hit up, hit up female models to, to shoot with me for a TFP. I was, i'm i'm at a point where i know so many people now that i can just you know ask for a favor like hey let's right. shoot this or whatever right um but yeah it's definitely put like a bad light on male photographers no. and it sucks
3: man you know cause it's kind of obvious like you're going to a hotel room with a girl and she's gonna be yeah. half naked yeah it's like not that not that it should happen or but it's like it's probably gonna happen pretty often you know like it's it's, it's a it's a tone and like yeah. environment you know like, right and that's, dude, if, if well, you're a creep, is, if you're a creep out there and you want to be around some hot chicks, just go fucking buy a camera. <laughs> they'll, they'll come right to you, bro. They'll come right <laughs> to you. he's like,
0: God damn it, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: giving away my whole, my whole blueprint. <laughs> no, no. I, I,
3: I
1: know. If, you, if you look at my
0: feed,
2: if you Park look at my feed, I will. I don't really mm-hmm. post anything nude or anything right, like that Right. because that's not what I shoot. I right. shoot, sexualized. you know, yeah, it's nothing sexualized. And, and that's
3: so overdone, so, man. Oh, yeah. I, I think there's going to be a blowback where... You know, people are gonna be over the whole fucking social like the sex thing. It's so weird, man. Like, I, you can especially with me because of this new um this app that I told you, not the app. Uh, the guy who does my social media will he'll follow the fitness people. So a lot of them are fitness girls, right? Dude, there's just asses. You can just scroll and look and at. Booties. There's probably about I bet you a hundred thousand girls posted their ass mm-hmm. on on social media today. Oh yeah. Now in five years. Or three years, or two years, when everybody's seeing a hundred thousand asses a day, is that is that still gonna be a thing? You know what yeah. I mean? Or are people gonna be like, all right, like that's, See, and that's like the, we're kind of over that. Yeah, that's uh, the fucked
0: know? up part because now girls are like, okay, how can I get more attention with this booty? And that's when they yeah. get enhancements, or they try to do something. Yeah, they'll, it. they'll put the like, protein
3: powder <laughs> on the on the counter and their ass right next to it. It's like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, it's like uh, but somebody's
3: gonna buy it. Somebody's yeah.
2: gonna buy it. Some sucker in, in Louisiana.
3: It sucks though, cause, like, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, it's
0: yeah. just um, you know human hormones. And shit like I don't yeah. know if that'll ever go out the window because it's just like yeah, sex just- sex sells man. Yeah. Sex
3: sex does sell, but it when it's so obvious, you know what I mean? It kind of loses its value in my mm. opinion you know but it's sure. funny because
0: like i still see fools like comment on people they're like oh my god i love you yeah i love you to meet my kids and so i'm like bro you're that's so fucking weird that's, that's i can't believe strange. there's people who still who really think this mm. they're like oh well, i'm in love it, with you l- let's not letters. forget
2: there's still people who are getting scammed online bro <laughs>
0: Oh yeah that's true yeah, Hey, oh, the people.
2: nigerian doctor my, you know, princes
0: <laughs> not, not even <laughs> that not even that
2: <laughs> not true. not even that there there's yeah. there's youtubers with like a million followers right oh and then people will make a fake instagram page with their name but instead of it being like like you know jane dot jane doe it's jane dot doe right, right, right. so you'll never be able to tell the difference and, and, between and then they'll know, say to
3: the venmo that hey or PayPal my, get then, yeah yeah, free, their free my channel, my, yeah. There's somebody
2: actually hacked my real account and i'm using this yeah. one in the meantime can you send me five thousand dollars okay i you can know, help you that that almost happened to me once Jeez man i was on ebay i was looking to buy a commercial
3: fridge To store to store food and meals like a big ass fridge. Very reasonable. So I was on eBay. It was eBay or Craigslist and next thing you know, the guy's saying like and it's and it started... it was through text too. And it started super legit. Like it sounded so legit. Yeah. And he's saying, um yeah, so we're gonna meet here, this and that, blah blah blah. Okay, cool. Then next, you know, there's a change of plans. Yeah, he's and like, oh, I couldn't make uh, it.
0: I yeah, yeah, yeah. It. but if yeah. you send this
3: money, I'm gonna have a guy deliver it. So this is the amount of the money, and this is the delivery fee. And I li- probably for about 20 minutes, I was like, is this real? Like, and then I thought it over. I was like, this is fucking obviously, this no, ain't the, real. The the, the but, but, but but I I was I was close. Like I was I was buying into. Yeah. It, so and See, I'm pretty. Sus- I'm not susceptible to fucking bullshit. And, and I'm pretty I sure he even offered movies. you more money yeah. for
2: your inconvenience. <laughs> And by the way, and by the way, I'll give you an extra. I'll give you for another twenty six hundred dollars for your
0: inconvenience. But I'll say one thing too. Anybody who uses PayPal, be careful with that because it almost happened to me too when I was selling my camera. Uh Because like you know, oh yeah, people can reverse it. Like you can yeah with with a credit card. Yeah, so you can you can put the money into account, but it freezes right. So it doesn't. It's on hold. Yeah, so you ship it out pending. So just let anybody know who's listening. Do not follow through with that. Because I almost nope. did, but then I was like, wait, why is this getting shit to fucking that's Africa? What, that's what we do and with I our business. Like, oh, hell no. Yep. And then I, I I commented back and he got hella aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and it they was get so funny defensive. I am their English so offended. Goes, their English like goes to shit. And yeah, I'm like, you motherfucker. You're, you're right. You're right. Goddamn you. That's thug.
3: exactly what happened to me. Because then I started fucking with the guy. Like when I realized he was full of shit, I was like, started questioning him and saying something. And he was like, I have never been so offended in all my life. I was like, no real person's going to respond like that. Yeah, you, know? like, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, yeah, we do that with our website too. So if you place, so you have to place your order by like Friday, Friday 5 p.m. or uh, Tuesday 5 p.m. No, Monday 5 p.m. because we shop the next day. Right. But you can order with a credit card online and it'll say pending. It doesn't clear for 24 hours. So basically you can, Place an order, it could be by mistake or whatever, and then you cancel it, and now I'm stuck because I have you, I have your oh, meals made. Damn. You know what I mean? So I, will wait for that shit to clear, man. I don't, right. you know, that's what you got to do, man. There's but so you many, learn, yeah, you there's learn. So many fucking like, what makes? It's just like we were saying about the haters. What when you decide? What makes you decide to be a scammer? Yeah, you know, like yeah. that's a
0: weird, that's a low fuck. fucking part in your yeah, life. And man. it's funny because like most of them, it's that uh, the short, quick, like uh, quick money. Isn't the way. Like you're no. gonna you're gonna hate your what life. What comes easy There's don't people. what comes
2: easy don't last and what lasts won't come easy. Yeah. You know. I say if you're gonna be a scammer, scam a big company, man. <laughs> scam yeah, like, do, do scam something. like Walmart, bro. Like don't yeah, scam like, my local yeah, business, yeah, but bro. But then
3: you gotta face their corporate lawyers and shit. Yeah. You know? And they are not true. susceptible.
2: it's sad because
3: People who are doing those scams, the only reason why they're still doing it is because it works on somebody, and it's probably working on your grandma Jane, yeah, or you know, that's the, funny because you, the, I, I the lady get, down the block that's yeah. not all there. I still you know, get text from my dad. Terrible.
2: I still get text from my dad going, "Is is this a scam?" <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah, that it's a scam. Don't he, don't click he, that he, link.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, be careful, man. It's the older generation for sure, man. I mean. Yep. You know, oh, five
1: thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, shit let me do that. Another two thousand for free just to do it for right now. All right, cool. I just gotta put in my credit card
0: information. <laughs> That's too crazy. That's hilarious. Oh man, we
2: covered, hilarious. we covered a lot in this yeah. whole, uh, podcast. Yeah, episode. At, yeah. We
0: talked a lot. I'm really I thank think, you guys. I thank think you this guys. This is officially, for me, for yeah, you're the show. longest podcast I think ever. Yeah.
3: Wow, thank yeah. you guys for letting me get my story out there. I really, uh, of course, man. I've kind of wanted to say it for a while because when things collapsed the first time in my business, mm-hmm. people were saying crazy shit, man. I was yeah. getting all types of like, oh oh, this happened to you, that happened like, that's, that's you. It's know, like, that's what you were told, but that's not the real story, you
2: know. We're going to get a bunch of DMs after this episode airs. You <laughs> guys can't believe you guys interviewed that guy. He's a scammer. He's a, He did this. <laughs> Who, me? No, with you. No, no, no,
1: no, like,
0: no. Yeah, like, realistically, no, my man. Food, I, my food is real, man. I, I think it's a great <laughs> thing, too, because, like, a lot of people need to understand. And I, I feel this with any business owner, like, you especially if you have an emotional story or not, you know, yeah. just explain the whole process, the, the hardships of yeah. it because the thing is people respect that more mm-hmm. and like you were saying, you live in a less fake world. You're not, it's not yeah. all sugar coated. It's like, yeah. damn, and you respect that business more. Like me, I'll go back to certain businesses when I know the hardships they went through. Right. You know, because I'm like, damn, he went through a lot. Yeah. I'm going to pay him out. You know what and I mean? You know
3: the soul. You know yeah. You know what goes into that, you know, and, it, and I forgot why I was going to say this, but, you were talking about like I think we we're talking about transparency for some of the first. Yeah, time. but uh, the post oh not 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 glorifying or like not being yeah. true. I post on my social media if you ever noticed my meals are all in the plastic containers. Mm-hmm. Some companies they'll plate their food and like sprinkle it with garnish and like do swipes around, but that's not what the fuck you're actually selling. That's not what's going to come
0: McDonald's to McDonald's. Basically, that's not, their, all their burgers look amazing. Exactly,
3: exactly. Oh, but, that's, but, that, but, but that's but that's not what you're getting. So right. I don't want I don't ever want to have a conversation somewhere. It's like, what is this? This yeah, is isn't this? This, this isn't that. what I bought. Right. Like our shit is exactly what you see. You right. know what I mean? Like what you see marketed is what you get but Other companies, you know, a lot of times they'll do like weird shit, like oh, yeah, yeah, fancy
0: o- backgrounds. O- I'm o- like, what the fuck? I like <laughs> that though, <laughs> like a picnic. T- it's cool, it's I cool. I like the photography aspect of it's it. It's because, because like,
3: you're intelligent and you're going to recognize, like, okay, obviously, it's not that's it's not, not going to like what's what's come. Yeah. But some people, bro, yeah. they really like, they don't. How
0: the fuck does McDonald's like, do it then? Exactly, and burger King? <laughs> when I get a
2: Coca Cola, there's not those perfect spray, spray little dots on it. Yeah, why aren't the bubbles still
0: rising? Why is my banana bruised? You know what I mean? It's just like, I want this wait what
1: recently, <laughs> you
0: have <laughs> a bruised banana and you
3: want to eat children
0: <laughs> god
2: damn it that's a great place to have right. a podcast right, sure, right. yeah, uh, we well, We appreciate you god being out man thank you for telling us your story and we kind of getting to know a little man. bit about you Thank you this, you for having this me. is definitely one of our top five episodes I feel like I really enjoyed the conversation and your background yeah, getting to know you
3: awesome man thank you guys for having me you know if I ever find somebody I feel like they should have their story out there I really am going to direct them here because you guys do. are just yeah. you guys are fucking awesome man feel
2: free man. You, man we're going to put all your information for your business for yourself cool. in the description of this podcast for YouTube Spotify anchor all that good stuff awesome uh, but do you want to just kind of let them, let people know where they can find you before we head out Uh, yeah you can find me on uh, Instagram our our business profile
3: is at ffprep, prep FF and uh, my personal Instagram is Macho Martinez and you can find some of like my off business cookings there and
2: I play the Drones and uh, I like shooting, so just my personal stuff's on there. there so, yeah, follow me. There you go, man. I'm gonna put all your information down below. Thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you. And uh, everybody watching out there or listening, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you guys in the next morning dinner. Cheers. Every time I come in the kitchen,
1: you in, in the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry.